Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina, and I'm alongside from the band. Oh fuck! <laughs> I hella fucked up. Um, it's you're not used to introducing me at first. I'm not introduced. But... Yeah, no, you're right. All right, take two. <laughs> I love it. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Bunky Sam Medina, and I'm alongside from the band Leveled, Xavier Vacuna. Hello, world. Critique has arrived. Hell yeah. And, <laughs> and, and comedian Pratik Zervastava. What's up, Pratik? Thanks for joining us. What's going on, guys? I'm, 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 for our listeners, I'm wearing a hood, too. Me and Xavier are hooding it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It was funny, Pratik, because I go, you know what? Let's just start, and Pratik can just hop in whenever he, he gets here. And then you came in right when I was introducing it, so welcome aboard. Look at that. Uh, no, it's funny. Whenever you join a Zoom that has already started, you hear the recording in progress. But I think I literally came on at the exact time it actually starts recording. So that's wild. Look at that. It was a fun botched intro. It good, was good botched intro. Yeah, botched. Yeah, this is going to oh, get yeah, on botched. Oh, yeah, a good botched intro, too, because you weren't hearing. I, got, I, just, I just didn't know what to do. I just lost my mind. <laughs> you're you're we fine. We don't talk about that because I'm cutting it out, so. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. No that's blooper, on the Patreon. No that's on the Patreon. Here. No blooper reel here. <laughs> How's it going, gentlemen? I, it's been a while since we've all been uh been hanging out. I know, right? It's like we're getting uh what do we get traded to different brands or something? <laughs> <laughs> we're all on different brands now. It's yeah, been uh, <laughs> it's been crazy over here. Just I've just been running around honestly, like back and forth out of town and it's been. I mean, it's, it's a good thing, been, though. That's a good thing, right? That means you've been yeah. busy, been doing stuff. Yeah, been busy a lot of family family. too. So it's been cool. It's been cool, but it's good to be back. It's good to be uh, all together again and chat about wrestling. Hell yeah, we have a draft to talk about. That was pretty um, draft <laughs> exciting. <laughs> and, and good, and some good, some, yeah, some it's good, something. Some it's something, all right. It's something. Yeah, it's something. It's in. Yeah, I want to yeah. say it's interesting, but it's something. Yeah, before Xavier. we get into the before we get into the draft though, uh, yeah. last week Xavier, you went to Dynamite. Yes, we wanted to talk about that. We haven't got a chance to talk about that. Uh, so, how was your experience uh, at Dynamite? How how did everything go? It was amazing from top to bottom. Um, their production is just great. Their timing is great. It was a good show. We really lucked out. The card was stacked. Um, we, you know, looked like it a good was. Card. It was. A it was. Uh, it was stacked. I have. I had to pull it up just to make sure I don't flub anything up. But um, yeah, we had Orange Cassidy and Bandito, which was great. Yeah. Um, Jade Cargill, Taya, quick, but you know, it was good. I was happy. Jeff Jarrett, Dax Harwood, great that, match. That uh, that uh, what Jade versus Taya. That yeah. ending was really, really weird. Where like she it was kind of abrupt and kind of weird. And it was yeah. just funny because like I thought Ty had a really good chance of winning. If anybody was gonna beat Jade, Ty yeah. had a really good chance of doing it. And then the match ended and Ty just sat uh, Jade walked away and Ty just sat there and she's like, Fuck. <laughs> yeah. We felt that in the arena, honestly. Like we were like, Oh shit, like now what? You know? And right. I think There's they tried a story, to story, Taya. <laughs> yeah, they saved it with the uh, the spot on on Ref Aubrey. They should have threw, really... uh, threw a rubber chicken in the ring. 
right. Go on. Go on about the card. Something Don't else. forget about this other stuff to the Tony Khan thing. I want to talk about wait, the Tony Khan speech. Oh, yes. We yes, we did get a Tony Khan like pre-speech, which I love. Um, we got Kanosuke Takeshita and Kenny Omega versus Butcher and Blade. Delicious. Sent us home happy. Yeah. Um, the Pillars Tournament. It was good for what it was. Yeah, um, wait, I, wait. What do you mean? Talk about the Tony Khan pre-show speech. I've never seen one of those. Okay, so I've been to a few Jacksonville and Miami shows, and generally... Pretty much every time Tony Khan comes out like before the show and just hypes everybody up like, yo, like, you know, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, like, we're so happy to be here. We have all this fucking wrestling. And um, then he goes on to tell you, like, we're going to film Ring of Honor. We're going to film Dynamite. We're going to film Rampage. And then we're going to film more Ring of Honor. Like, you know, (laughs) just fucking off his rocker, dude. I love it. How many shows were taped on that night? Four. (laughs) Wow. Four, four, four shows. Yeah. Wow. Like Did you get like hour. what six hours of wrestling almost? Yeah. Is it, it like intermission from... or what? Uh yeah, yeah. like there's yeah, like there's changeover. I mean intermission's it's... like dark. <laughs> it's an intermission, yeah. but we're gonna keep we're gonna keep filling matches. <laughs> <laughs> but feel free to get popcorn and stretch your legs and shit. <laughs> yeah, they they, they let you T Marshall versus uh Serpentico. Uh, what? Justin Roberts is very like interactive. Like for yeah, he's like, hey, if you guys want to go grab, you know, uh, he'll be like, so what's in the news today? Like, oh shit, Florida Panthers just won. Like, Arena loses the sh- their shit, and like, there's oh, nothing. Wow. Like, keep him hyped up during the commercial. Yeah, he does. Just- he does a good job with that. Yeah, playing to the crowd. For yeah, sure. so he cool. kept everybody. He kept everybody going, but it was great, man. I love it. I don't think there's anything better as a performer, as fellow performers, right? Um, there's nothing better or cooler than like the live setting, especially for wrestling. It was just, it was great, man. Our seats were killer and it was fucking rad, but it flies by. That's one big takeaway. Like it's, it's dumb before you know it. <laughs> so, but it was cool. It was really good. Cause I heard they've been getting rid of uh, dark and elevation. So did you guys start with the dark or anything or was a ring of honor kicked it off what was the dark matches or was that- uh straight straight into ring of honor when we walked into the arena it was ring of honor everything gosh yeah i do want to talk about that too because uh they, they announced the ring of honor card for tomorrow and if you look at it it really is like dark <laughs> yeah really, essentially really dark. we got some good matches we got christopher daniels samoa joe oh uh, yeah wow yeah Insane that match. Week, that, that's not really a dark that. card. That's a, that's a that's a decent card. Yeah, that's no, a, that's a good. Yeah, yeah. this that week one. is uh, uh, Christopher Daniels and Claudio. Ooh, that's yeah. great. That's cool that CDs in there mixing it so up. Samoa Joe uh, promo, or did he do a match during yours? It was a match. It was a match. Nice. It was quick, but it was fucking cool. Just seeing them like do their thing. Yeah. It was done before you know it. That's the thing. Yeah. When yeah. you're live, it's like boom, roll out of the ring, like. It was cool though. It was great. I'm still like, oh. but if we're talking about last week's dynamite, there's still there's like two moments that I really want to talk about. Uh, one of it. them is uh, the Tony Khan announcement because it's so annoying. Tony Khan always has like it's like every <laughs> week like Tony Khan has an announcement. You know, like what's it gonna be now? Like uh, you know, he sold the company or whatever. But like this this time, this specific time, it was really cool. It was the Owen Hart Cup two. And yeah. he laid out like kind of the game plan for it and what he wanted to do. And I really thought that he took the concept that they used last year and they really built on it. And I was really happy. And I was really like, like, I was like, that was one of the best announcements I heard in wrestling in a long time. 
I didn't. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember what the new regulations are. If you want to kind of go over that, I don't know. I don't remember exactly either. But like he kind of like laid out the timeline of it and things like that. And like, and the coolest thing was is that he said the final was going to be in Calgary. And oh, you know what? The the, the regulation oh, is cool. that the entire tournament, I think, after the after the first round is in Canada, because ah. they're having pay per view in Canada and yes. so they're having like the semifinals, <laughs> whatever there. And then they're having the final in Calgary on uh, whatever date. I forget what date he said, but people online were saying that that's a Saturday. And then the rumored Saturday show. So. Saturday show, guys. So the final was going to be in Calgary at the rumored Saturday show. That'll be a cool way to, you know, keep that Saturday show, peak the interest in that. Yeah, you know. absolutely. And, and as we know, CM Punk, he's a big Bret Hart, Owen Hart fan, and allegedly he's going to the Saturday show. So I think, and also allegedly, uh, the Saturday show is going to debut in Chicago in June, and gee. that's going to be his return. Right, allegedly, right. we'll see though. Well, that's the thing; they haven't put out any. I've been looking. the The only thing I see in Chicago is the June seventeenth uh, Wind Trust uh, show. That's a Dynamite Rampage taping. They have not put oh, out. Is that any. a Dynamite taping? They're doing a they're doing a dynamite ta- no excuse me June twenty first uh, is the dynamite Rain rampage board. that's a Wednesday uh, but they haven't announced any I mean I'm sure they will like let's be honest here they could yeah. they can announce it two days before and it will <laughs> sell out because uh, yeah isn't the rumor like oh he's gonna come back at United Center they're gonna do a special United Center show or they're gonna do all out at United Center and blah 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 like there's all these different rumblings of, of where it's going to be. Will it be the United Center? Will it be Wind Trust? You know, where where will it be? Uh, I do know one thing. Uh, I guess Mega Parekh, the 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 lawyer of, of all elite wrestling, Tony Khan. <laughs> I, think, I'm sorry, I think Mega is such a funny name. It, it, it's, 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 uh, yeah, it's, it sounds like Mega, Mega Godzilla, like Mega Godzilla, you know, it's, uh, it's a little <laughs> oh, Mega. Omega. Oh, oh, really? oh, that too. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Imagine if Mega married Kenny Omega. I mean, Mega oh, Omega. Oh, man. Mega Omega. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be wild. Uh, is that is that the Stephanie McMahon Triple H uh, equivalent for Yeah, the boss. Instead of the boss's boss daughter, boss's boss sister. Shad <laughs> Khan is the, the McMahon Khan Helmsley <laughs> faction or whatever. <laughs> Kenny Omega changes his name to Khan. Kenny Khan. Khan. Kenny Khan, KKO. No, but allegedly she did like some interview and she said that uh, All Out is going to happen a week after All In, the Wembley show. Yeah, because people, the, the, that was a rumbling too when they announced All In, everybody's like, isn't that around the same time as All Out? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Are you can? I mean, you're not cannibalizing technically because, I mean, it's it's two different countries, you know, so I guess. Yeah, right. The you know, American fans are a big show too. I just feel like, man, like, are you going to cannibalize the card though? That's what I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. Which is first? But all in will be first. No, all in is first. All in is first. Yeah, yeah it's like you got to just carry things over, and because I feel like all in should be a show where things like end. You know, where where exactly. things come to a head because it's the big the big stadium show. You know, but here here's the I think the big not question but like. If we're talking numbers and money, are they going to have you pay for two pay-per-views? Is it going to be two for one? Is one going to be free or streamed or, you know, 
That's that's yeah. where my mind was going. Like that's true. two back to back back to back weekends. Like, do you expect the consumer to do it? Will they? Mm-hmm. Probably. I would. I will. But it's like I'm one, and you know how many million for the mainstream casual AEW fan. That's the concern. You know. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. How are you going to consume it? How much? Yeah. You know, sixty bucks a pop at minimum. Yeah, and it's so. that thing too. Like, if you you don't want either show to be like, oh well, they're 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 putting all their good sh- good stuff on the stadium show, so all out's going to be like, man, you know. I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to put them in the WWE category, but WWE faced a similar thing with, if you guys recall, in 2019, uh, Hell in a Cell was Sunday and Friday was the Fox SmackDown uh, debut, and mm-hmm. they kind of cannibalized and they put a lot of stuff and put a lot of focus on the SmackDown show to the point that there were only three matches announced for Hell in a Cell until the day of. They just, they totally were just like, oh, it's Hell in a Cell and it's Fiend and it's Blair Wyatt. And then that was the one where Bray Wyatt got like hit in the head and they, they did the botch ending and everybody started yelling all elite. So, you know, I, I'm not trying to put negative stuff out there. I just, I hope that Tony Khan and everybody and booking is aware of when you're doing back to back pay-per-views, you know, you don't want to shoot your load on one on one car, and it's tempting because you have a stadium show. You want to put out the best possible yeah, product like that's, for the stadium. That's going to be your WrestleMania, right? Right. Yeah. But generally, all outs kind of feels like the WrestleMania too, in a way mm-hmm. too. So I don't know, you know. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I don't think, and they haven't done an all in since the first the first ever. The, 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 and that was even AEW yeah. official. That wasn't AEW. Yeah, that was a completely different uh, thing. I don't think they'll sabotage the card. I think knowing Tony Khan and his crazy self, like he'll find a way to outdo himself. And like on that note, you know, just with the whole like rumblings of the Saturday show coming up with the, you know, ratings for rampage where they're at at first, I was like concerned. Right. But as we go further into this, Tony Khan's a madman, and, and, you know, sometimes he swings and hits and sometimes he misses, right? Like all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like we're on this weird fucking trajectory right now, man. Like I feel like we're on this upswing. Like if Punk yeah. comes back, if Saturday takes off, if they do all this, right. you know, Canada, UK, I think if they capitalize, like, yeah. It's so, yeah, and then if they do this, can, like a rumored brand split, that could like bring more interest. It could pop off. I remember the, when the WWE first did their, their real brand split in 2003 or whatever. Yeah, the first one. The The real one. The only one that ever was counted, in my opinion. Um, But, like, it really opened up an opportunity for more people because, you know, the rosters were split. It wasn't just everybody on two shows. Yeah. And not having a dark and dark elevation, which I've seen a lot of tweets that it's, like, a bummer for some of the lower level, like, indie indie people that are coming up, right? Like, it sucks, but at least it was there, and it served its purpose. It served its purpose. And, again, Honor Club is still there. I feel like you're you're a lot lot of the (laughs) – Excuse me. To to me, Ring of Honor should be the NXT, the developmental. You know, you have your big – you have your few big titles. You can do your pay-per-view, you know. I don't know. I mean, they've done. They do what? Like four Ring of Honor pay per views a year. Generally, you know, they could maybe cut it down to two and make it like an annual thing. You know, and maybe on a stadium show, you could throw in the Ring of Honor World Championship occasionally if it's a special show. The title, the Ring of Honor titles, can be on the line. I like that. I like that on those events too. But again, it it really should be their developmental. You know, you have a couple, mm-hmm. you know, homegrown guys 
like a Samoa Joe or, you know, Claudio or whatever, just to kind of keep the name going. But, uh, and maybe for the road, maybe start doing a uh, house shows for ring of honor too. That's a way to feed into your, your guys who are kind of lost on the card too. You know, there's, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Capitalize that market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Capitalize the market and like do smaller indie clubs. Like let's go, man. Yeah. I still think that's a really good, I, I'm glad you brought that up a few episodes ago, Xavier. There is something to like, yeah, there's, you know, we know they're not good. I mean, obviously it's great that they're trying to do a stadium show, but you know, there's no reason that AEW can't have AEW intimate or whatever, you know, or yeah. ring of honor, make that the intimate brand. Make that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Put that yeah. in a music venue. Wow. Like, Oh my God, that'd be great. Yeah. I know? loved when they do that. There's just, there's show in Orlando. Where they've been, that's it's like their home because they've been tipping in Orlando lately. Yeah, it's just it's the perfect size. I really like it. Is is that the same place where Impact tapes? Oh no, Impact's in Canada, right? Uh, it's they where they Orlando? used to tape. It's where they used to tape okay. back like okay. in the early days. I oh, think is that where the Impact Zone was? Are they used? Yeah. To oh, zone? is that the Impact? Okay, yeah, really. Yeah, I was there okay. That's right. I was yeah, there. Those, that's those, those uh what are they called sound stage sound stage yeah the sound stage so is it on universal lot or is that yeah, yeah. On, yeah. yeah. okay it's on universal property it's literally in the, in the same but you area. don't have to pay universal to get in i no you don't have no, to pay universal to get in but i think i don't know if they're charging if AEW is charging now i think mm. they are but for a minute it was all free like dark and dark they could open. probably do it like there are parts of the la universal studios like there's a city walk where you don't have to pay to get in through the side that's where the movie yeah, theaters and also like that i'm yeah. sure the same florida thing. one is the city way. walk yeah city same walk yeah. yeah we have city yeah. walk and boom oh great okay yeah so that's yeah, what you do, and that's cool yeah. it's over there too but it's like a try to watch it. where we got yeah. busted in orlando that's where, where it was uh, yeah that's where that happened he got busted you got to be careful though at night like like I've had Uber drivers drop me off at the main entrance. Like, no, 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 you got to go around. They close that off, and if you want to go around, you're stuck. So, yeah, <laughs> gotta be yeah, careful. Shit. No joke. Shit's real. Shout out City Walk. <laughs> <laughs> we got a City Walk shout out going. There yeah, you go. dude. <laughs> hey, no, uh, no shit. In Orlando City Walk in 2004. They have these little fucking syringes. You just fucking jello shot in your fucking. Oh brain. yeah, That's dude. Real. Yeah, they had those for Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> yeah, and that was—I mean, it wasn't even a special occasion when we were there. It was just like a weekend, you know. <laughs> and okay. they're just walking around, just the 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 little area, the little outside area where all the little nightclubs are. Just walking <laughs> around the little trays of those syringes of Jello shots. Love it. Yeah, always a good time to party. Hell yeah, that was a good time. Fuck yeah. Anyway, back to wrestling. Oh, so uh, the reason why I brought up the whole Tony Khan announcement was because I was like, that was like the best announcement I heard in wrestling in a long time. That was great. And then, and then after that, I was on this like high. And then after that, we got the debut of former NXT Cruiserweight champion. You guessed it, Roderick Strong. Yeah, man, Gosh. that was that was dope. I was like so like marking out for that. I should have brought that up. Complete, uh, complete surprise. Up. Complete surprise. I don't think any of the dirt sheets or anybody Nobody knew saw anything. it coming at all. It's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, people online were saying, I guess, NXT, you know, when they release NXT people, they don't really like <laughs> announce it. Right. They don't acknowledge you. Yeah. <laughs> well, the webmaster, I think we talked about this during the draft preview, Sam, but like, like uh, the webmaster for NXT probably is the last to know any sort of trading or anything. Yeah. So 
It's hilarious. Like he was still on the NXT website when he debuted. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. And I think he had been gone for a while. I think he was just taking a little bit of time off. I thought he had an injury or something, or was I wrong? Yeah, he was hurt pretty pretty. He was, hurt. He was he pretty was last, big. Yeah. I think he was last on TV like in October. Oh yeah. wow. It's been a yeah. while for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was he was banged up, man. I, I take full like joy in like knowing that I was there live and like I had no fucking clue. And from my angle, like I was kind of closer to the stage than I was the ring. So I couldn't really see the I could see the screens, but like I just didn't know what it was. And then once yeah. I realized like Dude, junk, I was like I was like, who the fuck junk. is R S? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I didn't like, who and then as soon as I realized it was, I stood up to like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I was yeah. like all into it. I left. Oh, the crowd team. must have been explosive for it. They must dude, have. Dude, electric, electric. And man, Roddy's just such a cool dude. I was I was talking yeah. to Sam before we uh, before we were on. I was like, I'm going to tell my Roddy story. Um, this is like Ring of Honor, like, pre, like pre-evolved days. Kind of, it was an involved show. Um, he had got dropped on his neck, so he couldn't wrestle. And normally, you know, in the music biz, right, <clears throat> we go to shows, we bring party favors to our, like, friends that are on the road. I don't know if it's like that in the common world, right? But, like, in the music biz, I don't know, that's just how we do. So that's our, pretty cool. My, my that's best a camaraderie, friend. I like that, yeah. 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 So, you know, bring whatever, goodies that they like or want. This is, like, potato chips, you know, whatever. Chewing tobacco, whatever it is. Um, so my best friend slash roadie slash brother, he's always trying to like smoke out the wrestlers, you know. Like he always, <laughs> like he's always like, yo, like you know, like you know. So we're trying to hunt down like uh, Evan Bourne, Matt Seidel, because he was there, and he was just like, nah, you know. Just kind of blowing us off. He was like trying to do his thing, like with this chick. So we're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we're like, we get it, sir. We get it, sir. And I don't know how we we wind up talking to Ar Fox. That was cool. Ar Fox is a cool dude. Shout out Ar Fox. Hell yeah. Um, and somehow somebody's like, this guy smokes. I think it was Ar Fox. And then they point us. I don't know how we end up with Roderick Strong, Trent, and EC3. None of them smoke, by the way. I'm not trying to put anybody on blast. Um, <laughs> we get so a lot of traction for our podcast now. When you hey, reveal this one time, oh, I was hanging out with, with RVD, but don't worry, he doesn't smoke. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't smoke any weed. We're gonna have to edit or some of the censors. RVD. <laughs> All right. Long story short, uh, somebody I think I don't know if it was Roddy, but someone's like, you know, we don't smoke, but we drink. So yeah. we have the bar, and it's my buddy's tab. And when I tell you, Roderick Strong's just like, fireball for everybody. Boom. Shot done. Another round. Boom. Another round. Boom. I can't tell you, like, how much fireball we drank that night. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was dope, though. Drinking was, uh, that Roderick I can relate Strong. to. That, that part is with comedy, for sure. That's definitely a comedy night. Right, dude? Me. Like, there's just that camaraderie. And it's like, we're just musicians trying to hang out with wrestlers, just being friends. Like, what's going on? And yeah, so he, he just holds a really special place in my heart because he's a really cool fucking dude. And he likes to party. So. And he's fucking incredible. An incredible yeah, talent. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah, it was really fucking cool. That's the end of my rant. 
I, I, I can't wait for that program. It's going to be, it's going to be, because we never really got that in NXT at WWE, oh. right? We didn't really, did, did they even face each other at all in singles? Cole and uh, Roderick Strong? I, I think they so. did pre Roderick Strong turning heel. Okay. They had to have at some point. Or perhaps, right? Yeah. I don't Certainly in other promotions. You win or anything, no, but for sure. I mean, well, I'm yeah. assuming they probably did. Because Roderick Strong was battling Undisputed Era for a while, I think. Before for a while, came. yeah. There must have been yeah. some. Uh, I really, yeah. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, knock on wood for Kyle O'Reilly. I hope he comes back strong. I do, you know? too. I really do, I too. Know, but you know what? Honestly, everybody's talking about Undisputed Era reunion. But I feel like Bobby Fish has said too many mean things to come back at this point. Yeah, he burnt the bridges. He's not he kinda, like. He kind of, like, just went off on everybody when he left yeah. W. He was very upset. And wasn't he stiff too? In the like, Dax Harwood shared a Bobby Fish story on his podcast because they asked Dax about the Bobby Fish CM Punk thing. Oh, with the the yeah, Yeah. and he kind of pivoted a little bit. He's like, "Listen, I want to just tell you my dealings with him. I don't want to speak for Punk, which makes sense. You know, he should he shouldn't have to comment just because he's boys with Punk. He shouldn't comment on everybody's you know wheelings and dealings. So he gave his own." story about dealing with uh, Bobby Fish and I guess he was stiff with them in the ring so I'm wondering is that something maybe that's like a reputation yeah reputation or receipts you know and he looked Bobby Fish looks like a guy where he, he's big on receipts he believe he's a big believer in <laughs> yeah he does. and then the thing <laughs> is, is Tony Khan doesn't let a lot of people get away and so when somebody gets cast away from AEW you kind of go well why did that person get you know cast away yeah because yeah. the bridges a, he has everybody under contract these days yeah, he he burned the bridges. Uh, for for the visual, sure. Um, I, I'm a faction guy, real big. Oh on, yeah, you know. But you know what though? When the when Roderick Strong first turned heel, he was technically replacing Bobby Fish mm. because Bobby Fish had that long term leg injury. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he was out for a minute. He was out yeah. for a long time. In fact, Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly were tag team champions. I think. Right. What a good time. Yeah. I Actually, now that I think about it, it might have been Roger Strong and Adam Cole were tag team champions. Oh, no, you know what? I Adam Cole filled in one time for, for Kyle O'Reilly. Weren't they doing the Freebird rule or something? Yeah, they were doing the, the Freebird thing, I think. Yeah. I yeah. You got you have to have a certain level of, like, badass to, like, pull off the Freebird rule. You know? And then so, there was a period, because I remember Cole was doing those promos. I don't remember the, the timeline for all this, but I remember there was a promo of the Prophecy, and I think at one point, like, uh, Fish and O'Reilly had tags, and then uh, uh, Roderick had the North American. He had the World Heavyweight uh, or the the NXT Heavyweight Championship. So yeah, yeah I, how many factions can say they had all the major titles at one time? That's that's a really rare feat. Aside from like the Horsemen, maybe I can't think of any other. Even DX really never pulled that off, to be honest. Yeah. So the very few. Four. NWO had them all, I think, except for like the TV title and the cruise. The TV title, t- yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's... they had like a majority of them at one point. At one point, yeah, but that was also when they had like nineteen members or whatever. You know, yeah, what I mean? like, like half the roster. <laughs> yeah, so, which I mean, that's still I guess that. Oh, here's one for you. Kurt Angle held every TNA title simultaneously by himself, so cool. <laughs> yeah. including the so tag cool. team titles. Yeah. I love Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah. He could do. He could do. No, Kurt I, holds I, every TNA title by himself. <laughs> He's so good. He worked his whole career fucking shot, like from the beginning, shot. from the from the get go. 
More more respect should be put on Kurt Angle's name, man. And then he, you for, you forget that he he literally within his first year he's working with Brock. He's he literally he was elevated to a big position, but he he you know he cashed those checks like he he put up he put it up you know like my God every week working with either Rock Austin Triple H remember that Stephanie Triple H love triangle he, he's doing like drama stuff too he's not just doing yeah. regular wrestling too he's he's doing the promos doing the storyline again. And I love how – I forget who did the pivot in his first match. If you go back and watch his first uh, main roster match, I believe it was a Survivor Series, uh, and the crowd is just not uh, into him at all or something. And, you know, they're trying to build him up as like, hey, the, the white meat, hey, the goody two-shoe. And he kind of does – he grabs the mic, and I think he called an audible. I don't know the exact story. No, no, Vince, Vince, Vince called, Vince the, called audible. the audible. Right, I, I've right. heard the story. Yeah, Vince, I think, tells the referee – Hey, tell him to get on the mic and trash the town or whatever. Right, but he's so he's still oh, no, ad libbed. But no, get on the mic and tell the crowd you don't boo an Olympian. Or yeah, no, it was perfect, perfect heel. Yeah, like you do not. And this is the way he says. Yeah. I still you remember that. Do not. You do not. Yeah, it's oh my god, it's it's his silly. His silly young voice. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening to uh, the beginning of Kringle's podcast. I'm still like two years behind on my. And my podcast and stuff, but like I'm, I love the Kurt Angle show. Oh, it's um, great! It's so good. He talks about his career and and different pay per views and what was going on and and different things like that. And he you know admits like his mistakes and and whatever. And it's really it's really fun. There's a couple times where you know you can see he's 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 not as sharp as he maybe once was. He'll like be talking about something. He'll be like, "What was I talking about?" And then like, yeah, yeah, we'll have to yeah. kind of bring him back to track. So like, there's a little bit of like, oh man, poor Kurt, you know. But like, it's really, it's a really, really good podcast. Right? right, right. And then I think on the first episode, he talked about like, oh yeah, I'm in pain every day, and you're just like, oh yeah. man, and yeah. like he, you know, his neck is all fused, like man, like you know, and he was like, I think he was talking about how like, you know, he wanted to go another year for his WWE run, but he's like, no, my brought my body's breaking down, I just. I can't do it. And I, I just feel like I'm letting the fans down. And we're like, no, you. we're just happy you're not dead. Like, we're just yeah, happy. Yeah, really. Yeah. Or in, you know, jail or whatever. <laughs> right, yeah. It was really, I mean, he was a, a really bad path for a while. He was, yeah, it was it was rough. Those, I think a lot of people have, like, you know, I, I know a lot of casual fans who might know Kurt Angle, but they really kind of slept on the TNA years. And certainly, you know, on a personal life side, he was kind of struggling. But match-wise, match some of the best work he's done. I think people really need to go. I've been kind of going back and rediscovering TNA Kurt because I had kind of dropped off wrestling at that point. So I'm going back to, you know, and it's just, yeah. it's, I mean, he's he's kind of like, I, I'm kind of trying to think of like contemporary, like attitude era guys who kind of, who literally worked with everybody across the board. Like, if he, you're gonna, he's kind of, yeah. I was, if you're going to look at a TNA run, Christian. <laughs> His TNA run was fun. <laughs> it, it's a It's a fun one. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 eventful. You know, I think he needed that too. I mean, he had to. He really he did. To, yeah, that, he that had to really step out of the shadow somehow. You know, I love this um, debut. He just showed his shoes, showed somebody <laughs> walking. You know, and then like, who's it gonna be? And then the like, little countdown. He stole Jericho's countdown, but I'm not mad about it. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of impact, let, let's change gears for a minute. There's a couple of things. Pratik, last week when we were talking, I was like, you got to tell us your Chicago insides. CM Punk was backstage at Raw. Pratik, CM Punk was backstage at Impact. Now, in Chicago. he's, he's just showing up everywhere. <laughs> he is just, what will he do next? What will he do? I think, I think this is something to where 
you can say what you want about Punk with other members of AEW, but he's always had, to me, a straight shooter relationship with Tony. You know, yeah, I don't. I, th- I think Tony is in the know on this stuff. I don't think Punk is the type of guy who would just do that without telling Tony. Maybe he's working us. Maybe he's trying to drum up controversy. Maybe Impact or WWE didn't know about these visits. But I still believe that Tony. You know, he's under contract with only Tony. I do believe Tony knows this was going on. You know, I feel like um, even if Tony doesn't per se, like even if Punk didn't text Tony, like this is what I'm going to do. I feel like there's there's a point where. He knows he can trust CM Punk going to these shows. I, I do think that he's not I, there for I, I, you know problems. Yeah, because because Punk isn't there for money. Let's be—he's yeah. only there because he loves wrestling, and he, yeah. he is—he's a fan of watching. I mean, he went to to me. He's been—I mean, he's been to every you know company. Now he went to New Japan for uh, Mercedes Monet. Oh, he did uh, in San Jose. Hell yeah, San Jose. Not yeah, not Japan. Excuse me. He was there for the for the match. Yeah, so he went to that. Uh, and I believe he went for Naomi, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Impact. I mean, it's in Chicago too, Chicago. so why not? You know. Um, and then, just for the record, I don't know if this or is Trinity. Or not, excuse me, <laughs> uh, but just for the record, Joey Janela did say that if CM Punk ever showed up backstage at GCW, uh, he would be kicked out until he has watched all the Rocky movies. I remember reading that. It's such a funny God. That's such a smart. That's such a smart thing to say. I loved it. I loved it. And then I replied to him. I replied to him and said, and then you and Triple H would high five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Um, He didn't block block me, so I'm good. What what does Cornette call him? Joey Nutella. Oh, yeah, that's that's that's. I think it's cool that like CM Punk shot by those other places and stuff. And he's a and, fan like, of wrestling. People, he's, you know, he's he's stuff. a fan of supporting people. And and yeah. you know, you you hear about the stories of how he like anonymously sent like Starbucks gift cards, like like almost like two thousand dollars of Starbucks gift cards to the women's locker room. And he tried to like make sure they didn't know. Like, I think he has he has that random act of kindness gene in him. I don't think he's the asshole that everybody makes him out to be. I do think he's a a reactionary asshole where like if you try to do something funky with him yeah he, if he feels you know, like he's been crossed he, he feels like he's been crossed or yeah. wrong i forget he said this in the cabana podcast which again like that's such a I, I encourage people go back and listen to it it's kind of bizarre after everything that's happened to go back and listen to it but he he would say this a lot in the podcast the cabana podcast he would say like if you're nice to me i'm nice to you if you're not nice to me blah. so again very reactionary i think he he you know, I think he does need to let some things go and hopefully he can, you know, work stuff out, you know, mental health and all that stuff. But, you know, to me, I think it's just a matter of he felt hurt by the company. You know, he had to take some time away. Also, he was injured. That's the other thing people forget. I don't think this all out promo would have happened if he wasn't like, you know, already re re I think he re injured his shoulder, if I'm not mistaken. Right. That was the big. And he probably knew he was going to take time. off. He knew he was going to be off. So to me, yeah. this is like, well, I'm off, so let's just well fucking do, do this. Pipe bomb. <laughs> yeah. Pipe bomb number two. Well, they eat brownies or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mindy's Bakery open uh, closed on Monday and Tuesdays. <laughs> have you? Do you know? Uh, I guess you uh, know uh, it, right? You're in Chicago. I have not been there, but I do know they have had a huge uptick in the last uh, sure. six months. Um, they I recently think changed point... their name to uh, CM Punk Bakery. CM Punk Ooh. Bakery. <laughs> Best bakery in the world. <laughs> it's it's bacon time. <laughs> um, and then, as we know, MJF he's doing he's pulling a punk and eating pickles during a podcast. Uh, oh my gosh, that was hilarious! 
Yeah. Oh, I love that. Was that the one that you were at uh, when he was doing pickles, Xavier? Yeah, I think that was last week, right? I love that. alluding to the, the revolution when, yeah, when he won the the title. Oh, no, that was commentary the... last week eating pickles. Oh, yes, really? Yes, yes, yeah, MJF yes. was on commentary. It was the funniest shit because they were Did like, he have pickles with talking him? about I didn't pickles and shit. Oh, yeah, and he he was like, so. Um, MGF goes, hey Taz, do you want a pickle? And then Taz goes, oh no, no, I can't have a pickle. They're they're high in sodium or whatever, you know. Um, because you know, Taz has probably got a lot of shit, you know, he has a like strict diet or yeah. whatever these days. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so he goes, Come on, Taz, come on, Taz, take one. And Taz's like, All right, all right, I'll do it, I'll do it, because Taz is the heel. And then and then like about maybe 30 seconds or maybe a minute later, you hear Taz go, Hey, it's caliber, you want half my pickle? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't finish. He, he couldn't even work. Finish. Yeah, the he was pickle. so yeah. worried about the sodium. He like that's probably a thing that you know whatever. And MJF he probably has to worry about. Okay. Oh yeah. Pick, I mean, oh yeah. Pickles are high in sodium. And then like sure. Tony Schiavone yelled at him. He's like, maybe you shouldn't be eating pickles while you're in commentary or something <laughs> like that. It was hilarious. It was so funny. They got it like, over. Man, these pickles. They got over. Yeah, the pickles got over with the arena too. <laughs> You know what's next? AEW pickles. Like AEW pickles. Yeah, no, they're literally you can literally buy MJF branded pickles. I believe it, and they sold out. Right? I saw a website. I found the website. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I read that. Well, I believe those pickles were from. He was referring to an actual uh, pickle maker. So I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's like a MJF blend. You know, if Brock Lesnar can have steak sauce. Flavors in the MGF line. Four, four, four. It's his, it's his <laughs> piss in one of them. <laughs> he would do that. He would. You like that? Because it's mine. <laughs> no, he was, uh, MGF, you, you threw beer at a kid. I thought he was thirsty. Best oh response. That might be one of the most <laughs> legendary heel. There's, there's, there's a, there's, there's a top five of heel response. That's up there, though. For sure. That is I up there. It, Did he I say thought he was. That? I thought he was thirsty. Was that yeah. heel flavored? <laughs> Tequila flavored pickle. In honor to the uh, to the tequila tossing. There are people. I have I have friends who aren't wrestling fans, but they know MJF is getting mainstream. Like oh, same. Like some of some of those like TikTok reels and all. Like a lot of his like or like his in between commercial promos. Like there's one in Texas where he does in between taping, and he goes like, "All of you, if you were Texas, or if you weren't from Texas, you'd be imported." And like I guess that blew up on Instagram or TikTok. (laughs) So like. Yeah, like I have friends who don't watch wrestling, but they're he's he's getting that mainstream appeal now. So so good for him, you know. Like because this stuff is hilarious, you know. Like you don't have to be a wrestling fan to like it. It's it's just funny. You know? He's a star. He's a star. He's been a star. Oh, I just and only twenty four. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's a young buck. Wow, he's only twenty four. That's crazy. He's yeah. the world champion. Salt of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that should be a pickle. Like that should be one of his. Oh yeah, salt. Salt. Salted of the earth pickle. MJF. You, Cut us a little check you. once you uh, get all these. That's a good deal. New York. What, what do you know. guys? Uh, what do you guys think about Naomi uh, or Trinity? Trinity Fatu. No, she just, <clears throat> I think it's just Trinity. Just Trinity. She should have kept the the, the Fatu, but she I have, so hey, so if you guys go, I, I, I'm very like I was a big TNA fan since the beginning. So if oh, you yeah. guys look back in the history of TNA. Impact Wrestling already had a person named Trinity. And really? So, yeah, and so I'm yeah. like, she should have a last name because yeah. they already had Trinity in TNA. I think it's cool. Like, I, I 
you know, this is just me assuming like she probably doesn't want to like try to build the brand like off the name, but it's like it's legit your husband. Like it's I cool. well, yeah, I wonder if there's some thought to like, hey, like or well, maybe Jimmy she originally or, registered yeah. for a trademark for uh Trinity Star, but then she She's dropped cool. it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think they just said just do Trinity, fuck it. Yeah, WWE cool. does not own the Fatu trademark, so that no, absolutely, I don't not. think so. No. So, I think it's more. This is just me because she seems like a really cool and prideful, yeah, artist in her own right. So I could just assume safely that she's probably like, I don't need it. Like, I, I, I wouldn't want it. her to. I, I wouldn't personally want her to use Fatu name. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I think it's cool because it's real. Like, like it's oh, yeah. you know, like it's legit. And yeah, like it just kind of you know sets her apart. But yeah, Trinity's cool and good for her. I hope she's happy. I hope it goes well. And she seemed really happy. Uh, so NBC Chicago, they did like a little news report on her, and she was like in tears. Wow. She was like good tears, emotion. So to me, yeah. that's the biggest thing we want for anybody who does this thing called wrestling and and, and mm-hmm. arts in general. Just be happy. You know, I could, I, I personally, yeah. Oh, could she have gone back? Sure, probably to WWE. But I think. I think this is a way to not get lost in the shuffle, whether you go to WWE, AEW. I think somebody new joining any of these two companies right now, I think it's very easy to get lost in the shuffle. I think she wants to stand out on her own, not be associated with uh, Mercedes, not be associated with her husband, not be associated with anybody. You know, I mean, keep in mind, she was also coming from the Funkadactyls back in the day, too. She had to get over that hump as well. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Which she did. Which she did, which she did, you know. So they should bring Cameron in too to feed with her. Yeah. <laughs> no, unless she just fucking squashes her. Squash, I, yeah, I like that. Did. Like squash your demons. Squash no, no, it's a reunion. Here's Tyrus. <laughs> For a sec. Well, you know, he's not. He's a NWA, right? No, he's Still NWA, NWA, yeah. Oh, but that there is something to like her squad or like just telling them both off like this is the new me or something. I like that for a storyline for her, like just being like, no, like they come back and they reunion and then she just just beats her right after the hug. Like you yeah, ever notice how they'll, they'll like, like they did the same thing with Ron Breaker. Uh, like they, they extend the handshake and then the camera stays yeah. in the handshake just a little too long. They're like, why is it still there? Why haven't they cut away yet? Bam. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> You know, she she deserves it. Um, and you know what? Again, impact the field is wide open right now. I think I think she could do great stuff there. I think that's yeah. another. I think it's not just money and all that stuff. I think she feels she can make not to no pun intended. I think she can make a bigger impact at Impact than any. You know, yeah. and then also it looks like Mickey James is kind of out long term, so that opens up that's unfortunate for though. a yeah. star to step in like her. Right, right. Someone with it's, a little bit of name recognition to the women's division. I think that would be great. Um, wasn't there a rumor? Now, maybe I'm just, you know, drumming up old dirt stuff. Wasn't there a rumor that Tessa was coming back to Impact or that was all? Dude, that? Tessa signed with XPW. XPW. Oh, that's okay. So she, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, she signed recently with XPW. So XPW apparently is signing all the problematic people in wrestling. <laughs> just becoming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, you know they. I, I'm I'm curious to see who else. I'm not going to say any names, but like I'm like, oh, they're bring back you know these people that have been kind of canceled out of wrestling, whatever. Gotcha. Um, it's crazy though, but they so they they signed her. So I guess we'll just we'll see. There's, I mean, she signed a couple other promotions too. So there's a possibility that yeah, was she, she in Mexico hard, or something? Super nice. Some, yeah. She can reverse the damage she's done. Reverse she the damage. I mean, she's she's talented. She was she and she's can, in the first yeah. all in. She was in the first all in. I think Cody 
they asked Cody about right after the controversy came out, they asked Cody and he's like, um, I'm not really into, he did the perfect pivot. He was like, this is when Cody was still uh, part of uh, AEW. He was like, I'm not really in charge of the women's division, but you know, my heart is always there for someone who was part of the first all in and you know, she's great. And you know, let's see what happens. And I think she's great. You know, it's unfortunate, you know, some of the things that came out about it. I also considering your Tully Blanchard's like daughter, like living the gimmick is a real thing in some of those families. Like that's, you know, that's a real thing. So I don't, I'm not trying to condone the behavior, but I'm also like, uh, I, I could see her coming from some old school, like mindset of just going to live in character, you know, all. And if, and listen, it works for MJF. I don't, I don't think MJF turns it off until he gets into his house. I really don't think he's. Oh yeah. Know, or the hotel oh yeah. So. Hotel rooms, Ubers. Yeah. You name it. He's, he's a he's a heel to the Uber driver. He has like a he has like a two point six <laughs> Uber rating because he's like I got I got to stay in kayfabe. MJF, you can't rent. And then Tony has to like start getting him limos now because he's I can't get an Uber, Tony. I live the gimmick. <laughs> you should have made a left. You know, hey, but they have an AEW driver guy. Hell yeah, yeah. he's always posting, he's always chauffeur. posting pictures of surprises. Like, oh, after, like, he, like after the fact, after they come out on TV, like he posts a picture of himself and Adam Cole before Adam Cole Day came back, and then also same with Roderick Strong. Ah, he's that guy now. Yeah, he's like he's a surprise guy. Wasn't he? Uh, okay, now I'm trying to remember. I think uh, I, I listened to Cody on Ariel Hawani. I think one of his Nightmare Factory students is a driver as well. Maybe they have multiple drivers. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do. Got to. But yeah, um, what else is going on in the wrestling world? I mean, do Vikes. we want to talk about the draft? Kind of, you know. I do want to talk about the draft. We'll yes, absolutely. Uh, the draft did kick off on Friday. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, what did you guys think of the concept of half the roster being available? I know they did it because they need some good, you know, some top names to be drafted on night two. What did you guys think of the whole like strategy of that? <laughs> I mean, I get why they did that. They had to – and they didn't just want to do – we're just going to have all the SmackDown stars on Friday and all the big Raw stars on Monday. Like, they had to they had to mix it up. You know, also, like, there was, a, there was quite a bit of wrestling on both of these draft shows. I feel like some of the other draft shows we've had in previous years didn't have as much wrestling. So, you know, kudos for still adding some wrestling and making it like a wrestling show. So, to me, it was – that part was fine. Um I thought some of the special guests like didn't like they weren't really connected to Raw or SmackDown. Like like Teddy Long was announcing Raw picks. Which oh like, yeah, I if, noticed that. Like, yeah. Couldn't Smackdown. he be announcing SmackDown picks? Like you didn't need right. two people there. You could have had one person announce the picks. If if they're gonna just have special guests, they could have had one person do it. So I don't know. I was a little thrown off. I didn't mind the idea of special guests. Look, you only have one authority figure right now, Adam Pierce. So I have no problem with multiple guests, but. They it it felt like an award show presentation kind of like yeah that. It's good. you're right about yeah, that it did have that vibe and then yeah. they never really explained who was like drafting the people no they like, did who was yeah. making decisions because RVD ain't making decisions you saw the meme <laughs> of RVD's holding the card upside anyway in his defense in his defense maybe he had two cards right because he announced two people maybe he just had to <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's probably a prompter or something. They're probably not even, the cards are just for show. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. But that was an odd pairing. Michael P.S. Hades and Rob Van Dam. Would you you ever have thought you'd see them on the screen at the same time in 20? Look at on Monday, we got RVD and Eric Bischoff. 
That's so wild, too. That was cool. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah, that was good. good old, old shit-stirring Bischoff still getting some, uh, you know, <laughs> gang TV time. Cutting those checks. <laughs> he ain't getting AEW TV time anymore. That ain't happening. So crazy. It's He goes off, man. He, he does. He's like, I'm not saying. Like you're saying. Like, it's okay. He does. He does. He'll, yeah. Oh, he, 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 if there was a textbook definition of backpedaler, it's, it's <laughs> Monday morning backpedaler. I'm not saying. I'm not oh, Is, that, is that where Chavo learned it from? I was going to say, Chavo, I mean, Chavo's up there now. He's, he's, he's getting debacle. his. Good yeah. God, the Chavo thing. Backpedaling uh, his ass. He, <laughs> I watched the, uh, I know we talked a little bit about that, Sam, in the other episode, the, the Chavo thing. He, so Chavo talked to Bill Apter. Uh, for Sports Kita, uh, courtesy of Kevin Kellum, who, who's, who's a friend who writes for Sports Kita. So I, I watched the Chavo thing. Chavo was like, oh, no, I, I texted Ray Mysterio. This is all a work. I texted him. We're, we're cool. We're t- I, t- I texted him. But then at the same time, like, like he drops, like, some real knowledge. He goes, oh, Eddie's best friend wasn't Ray. It was Chris, and then it was me, and then it was uh, – he mentioned our – it's got Art Flores. I, I mean, I, I guess it's like a Art Bar. Yeah. Wait, Art Bar. Art Bar, maybe. Yeah, maybe I'm getting um, the name wrong. But he, he throws shade, and then he tries to be like, no, 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 it's it's a work. Like he, cool, he openly cool. says like Ray's like his fifth best friend or something. Which is like that's silly though. I mean, the like that's and like, who's ranking best friends? Right. Like, exactly. For him to do that, to, like if Eddie wants to talk about, it, that's fine. So I found that a little, uh, little. Oh, and then he says he doesn't talk to Vicky Vicky Guerrero anymore. Which that's a little. I, I mean, I don't know. That. If that... I believe that. <laughs> well, now, yeah, I mean, she's married and yeah, know, she's doing her own thing, and then she's got her own problems at home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of you know, and again, I hope the whole you know Guerrero family, everybody works out their stuff. You know, they're they've entertained us for years, and we want the best for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a fun situation. Yeah, MySpace top eight, Chavo Guerrero. So back to the draft. So. uh <laughs> Roman Kerwin White, Roman eight. Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Paul Heyman. Uh, the the bloodline is the overall number one draft pick. Oh well, just the three of them, not the full bloodline. Just just those two. Three of them, but, exactly. but the other yeah. two are on the show still, right? Like, yeah, they ended up on SmackDown as well. So it's like, what are we doing here? Right, the same thing with on Monday. It's like, why did you, they just wanted to sound cooler? They yeah, to and, they, and they wanted. I to think know. it. It added also weight to the tag team title match that was on Friday. Like, hey, I'm gonna wait and see how you do, and then. Uh, okay. So I like. I think that you know, look, they're teasing Jimmy and Jay leaving the Bloodline for a while. This adds to that. If you're invested in that storyline, you know, I do think there's there's something to that. You know, it does serve. Yeah. You know, and and I do think eventually. You know, I would like to see Jay and Roman face off again in in, in front that'd of the real. Be, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. But, like, they did the same thing with Judgment Day because they drafted Rhea separately and they drafted Judgment Day all to Raw. But it's like, why don't you just draft them all as one? With LWO is how many people and you drafted them all as one. Well, but Rhea's a title holder. I do think that holds some weight. Oh, that might be. That that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't think about it like that. I do think that's going to be weird, though. Like, hey, uh, you have the Raw title. I have the SmackDown. Like, like, because remember they how they did that? Trade again. Again, they did that with, with Becky and Charlotte. But they literally yes, just threw I belts at each other. That's Why, one of yeah. the biggest. I hate that so much. Well, my hope is, given that Bianca and Rhea have a good rivalry and could have a really banger match, I hope they get a good promo segment in where we, we can see them, like, maybe, you know, really trash talk each other. And maybe maybe lead it to a brawl. Maybe, like, work an angle out of it. Work some heat. Like, Try to, do 
Do something yeah. different. Do something you know? other than hand me a fucking Don't pop. hand me a belt. Yeah, like, get get some shots in, you know, do a brawl, you know. I mean, yeah, because when, when they did it, I think Becky handed it off nice, and then Charlotte threw it down, or maybe... Right, yeah, there was some dumb controversy there. Yeah, 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 try to do something better than that, which, you know, look, they want to be... I think, I think they have the potential to be the next Becky and Charlotte rivalry uh, for the modern women's era, so... Yeah. You know, do something different. And I and I, I don't put it pat. Both of them are both of them are firing on on cylinders. Like I mean, like, you know, yeah. I was there at Mania. They they had they had great stuff. I, I can't wait to see. So I hopefully they do something. They were they're both the last two in that rumble that Bianca won. Yeah. And that yeah. was pretty that was pretty epic because they're both like NXT. Second on the last. Yeah. NXT, NXT at the same time. Um and, and and you know, I, I think it's I know they wanted to keep couples together. There was a lot of that this year, um, which I mean, they're trying to boost morale. That's that's also why uh, I believe the SmackDown announcer went over to Raw because she dates Ricochet. So there was a also lot of two reasons that one, yes, and also yeah. because nobody can announce Imperium like her. <laughs> that's yeah, true. Dude. She's incredible. She like I've been watching Imperium. videos. I've been watching videos online of her announcing. Um, like Gunther and like Imperium, she's incredible. No, she's, she's great. So uh, Samantha, Samantha Irvin. Irvin. She does yeah, it. Yeah. She does it sitting down sometimes too. I'm like, dang, she can get that huge, deep, loud like voice, and she's sitting down. She's a beast. Yeah, no, good, she's good like, for just her. like you wouldn't even know, you know, that it was her doing that. Did yeah, Austin? I'm trying to remember. Now, did Austin Theory go to go to? Yes, Smackdown Austin Theory went to. Austin so they did. They did what we were saying. Sam, so did like Bobby Lashley though. Bobby Lashley, yeah, like switching the mid card. So it's like titles. you're just gonna keep feuding. Well, I mean, yeah, then, well, let's see now. Uh, uh, Bronson Reed is there's a there's a there's a there's a pay per view on Saturday, everybody, and and there's a triple threat. Oh, we got to Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, so there, there's going to be one of the matches for that is a triple threat of Bronson Reed, Bobby Lashley, and Theory, and you know. um yeah, I think. Uh, listen, Austin Theory is doing some great work. You know, he's he's really uh, bringing in some good, good like uh, heel interest in the title. So I, yeah, I, I'm interested I agree to see what happen. And hopefully, this is a good showing for Bronson Reed because he's definitely a NXT pet project, a Triple H pet project. You know, he needs a big match right now. He needs a big showcase. So hopefully, that's a big. Well, he can't win him. because that title needs to stay on SmackDown. So I think, he is on Raw, right? He's on Raw. Uh, so I think so he's so it's an inner brand. So probably the probably the final time they'll they'll fight each other for you yeah. know at least a year. For a Hopefully minute, he, has, you know. he has a good show. He'll he'll good showing, yeah. yeah, he's great. And then um, Bobby, uh, uh, Drew McIntyre, and Gunther went to Raw, which I'm like, okay, well now they're gonna. But there's enough people on Raw where they don't have to. But that's the other thing too. Raw, there's like Dexter Loomis. Uh, uh, What's his name? Corbin's there, right? Corbin's still in Raw, right? Corbin's a free agent. Oh, oh, maybe I hate this free agent thing too. So there's free yeah, agents. That's free agents how many, how many free agents are there, Sam? Like 10, 12. There's like <laughs> Elias is a free agent. Jesus. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's a free agent. Oh, and your Chicago buddy's a free agent, I think. Oh, Mustafa Ali. Yeah. No, Mustafa. Mustafa. Ali. Mustafa. Oh, it's most it's 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 Mustafa. They just don't know how to say it. Like, <laughs> they're just they're just dumb as fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, and then also Omos and Brock Lesnar are both free agents, which is kind of stupid. So okay. my guess is they need a few guys to go back and forth. Back and forth. <laughs> I don't understand. Those ratings is up, pal. Here's another thing. <laughs> you know, you know, the ratings are Omos. Uh, I'm sorry. 
So the the WWE tag the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Liv yeah. and uh, Raquel got drafted to Raw, but yeah. the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions got drafted to SmackDown. So they might do the Raw Women's Tag Titles and SmackDown Women's Tag Titles, which would be horrendous if they did that. I don't yeah. think they have Raw and SmackDown Women's Titles. There's just one set of titles. Well, the NXT ones might be getting called up to SmackDown. Oh, so they might just change them? Oh, you're saying they might just... They oh, might, okay, dude. They might just, because if they're exclusive to Raw, they might want to put SmackDown Women's Titles Oh, SmackDown. so they'll just they'll remove that. That's interesting. Fuck. This is what happens when you have too many um, fucking titles. Yeah, right. Uh, then especially and, with, with, and then what do you they, do with the tags? Like... But yeah, they're gonna move titles around. There's I feel no, like they tied up. Are you buying them? Then they're moving them. What are they doing? Like it's it's a whole adding yeah, belts. I feel like you know. champions should be like these titles are assigned to this show, and the champions are not eligible to be drafted. That's what I think should make more sense. Yeah, champions should be able to work. I think just have. I mean, in the first draft, if I remember correctly, all champions could work either brand. I think that's fine, and just have one set. Again, float around. Yeah, the yeah that's, that's the that's the price of being champion. You have to work whatever brand wants you. You're a free. It's agent. like what are you doing with tag titles now? Yeah, just have one. Yeah, only on Raw. So the SmackDown tag teams have nothing to work for. I mean, what See, are they? Was they Sammy shot, and, they what, shot what is, themselves in the foot? I don't they know. Did. Like, are they, are Sammy and Kevin Owens going to relinquish the SmackDown? Like, oh, here you go. And then I they what, they have a tournament now. Oh, they're going to make the they'll make a. World Tag Team SmackDown Tag Team Titles. World Tag Team SmackDown. The twenty the twenty four seven SmackDown. Twenty four seven Blue I ninety five. Blue I ninety five. World Heavyweight Tag Team SmackDown. Tag Team SmackDown. <laughs> There's the World Heavyweight Tag Teams, then the National Tag Teams, and then the. the I really don't know wrestling what Wrestling Alliance. Like, yeah, that's. I don't know how to dig yourself out of that one. I they, don't didn't, know. they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't fix that problem at all. Sam. The, the men's tag teams are just there. No. I think that. I mean, I suppose uh, they could just work both, and they got drafted. You know what they could have done? Just not draft them, make them free agents, and then hey, yeah, solve that problem. Or I think they could have done a neat thing where they did a, a weird finish where they did a double pin on the draft. Yeah, show. they did a double pin, and they. Well, go, we talked go, about that a controversial. Do do? Yeah, and then they go, "You get these titles, and you get these titles. Yeah, these titles. Here you go. Good night. They go your separate ways. Yeah, get out." And never face each other again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that feud is kind of running. How how long are they keep doing that? You know, I mean, that's what's good at least that they're not on the same brand. So, this this backlash match, which isn't even for the titles, it's a it's a it's a three on three. It's a like that should be the last time. Like like give them some space from each other. Now they're done. I think you know? this is what should happen. I think in Puerto Rico, the Usos should steal the SmackDown tag titles, and then just start defending them on SmackDown. Yeah, they just steal them. They just take them Sorry. without asking. We the I ones. Think. I don't even know what to think. We the ones that stole your belts. We and now you have one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I read something about them doing like not doing but discussing doing like brand exclusive like pay per views again, and it's like man. I would before that. I, I would like that. I, but at the same time, like, yeah, I just feel like we tried this like 13, 15 years ago, didn't we not? Yeah, and, I like it. Though. And then again it. in 2016, they did it again in 2016. It just doesn't I, work. 
it or am worked I for just, you know it worked it for the three, time but you yeah it would be like three exclusive pay-per-views a year per per brand so you have okay they only do they only do like 11 or 12 pay-per-views a year so right so three raw pay-per-views two, but... on pay-per-views bless you over yeah. the course of a year so three so they so you have to have six so that's six pay-per-views that's right there six. then you have the big four uh, and that's not even counting <laughs> Saudi Arabia. I do two Saudi shows every year. There you so go. That's going to be that's going to be the only pay per views. That's going to be that's going to be fourteen pay per views. Well, yeah. yeah, and they'll and do then, it. You know, then they got to run. Then they got to run a pay per view against the AEW pay per view. So it's they got four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Well, it, that's going to go. You know, it's, it's going to go. Dollar away. for me though. Yeah, pay Peacock is cheap right now. No, you know that's going to go away. Like I think by this time next year. Peacock or like you, your your cable fryer will not provide you peacocks, and you'll have to either do like a one ninety nine thing or no, I already uh, have it, so I don't care. I'm yeah. losing it, man. Yeah, I got a notification. It's like your you know premium. Dude, pick it up, pick it up on Black Friday. You'll get it for a dollar a month. Yeah, they do that. That's a good. Months. This is the, let's give everybody a real yeah. Black. I encourage everybody for streamers. Except I get, for Netflix. I get Peacock and Hulu yeah. every year on Black Friday. Yeah, and I keep changing. I, I do the same thing. I change out my credit card. I change out my email. Yeah. I use the have, same credit card. I use PayPal. My same PayPal. That's I think sick. you can do. I think that, that's for PayPal. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> because, I see. Because they don't really know. Because they're it goes straight into your bank account. Yeah, they don't care. Um, yeah, no, I encourage everybody for Peacock, Hulu. You got you the Black Friday. Uh, I did a thing uh, for Black Friday for Paramount where they added Showtime, and I think for like the year it was like hundred dollars for for Paramount. Uh, Ad free Paramount with Showtime for hundred bucks for the year. Wow, that's not bad. Get your on Beavis. It comes and out to be get get the get your new Beavis and Butthead. Get your new Reno nine one one. You know that's a oh I didn't know that was a thing. That's cool. That's a hell of a hell of a deal. Now oh, yeah. that comes out to eight dollars a month. <laughs> wow. We really, we really taught these these listeners something about streamers, and <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we bless them. You're welcome, all. Anything You're else uh, notable about the draft? No, no big surprises. Uh, I mean, yeah, aside well, from the few NXT was eligible call. before the fact, yeah, nothing. That... No, Braun Breaker. Uh, did Lita get drafted or no? No, but Trish did. Trish did. Yeah, yeah I'm looking That's... at the. I'm trying to look through the old. She's still uh, Grace, Grayson Waller got drafted on SmackDown on the on the secondary on the uh, after show show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not a big and fan Andy, of Grayson Waller. Andy Hartwell, so Indy Hartwell, the old. Uh, yeah, the Andy old Hartwell man. got drafted. So is she relinquishing the title? She relinquished the title on NXT on Tuesday. She did. So that means. So what about the women's tag NXT tag? Are they gonna have to relinquish? Or are they just gonna no? Fight they're, for they're changing. It? They're gonna be blue now. Yeah. Okay. That, SmackDown. That's what's happening. Blue. Oh, that that I thought you were just saying that. Mike. No, I don't know. I if it's know official. That's no, that's he not, is. I don't but know. I, just, we don't know. It has to guessing. happen. Yeah, I'm of the belief that like whatever you know, like they'll just be like, All right, this is what it is now. Like it's blue. I mean, and, yeah, we can just we can't beat Romans. So let's just make a new world title. Like they making, can do whatever but, they want. They can do whatever. But see that. Uh, this is where I don't know why this bothers me about wrestling. But it's like so you have two, you have three NXT call ups. Uh, or we have a bunch of them, but you have three title holder NXT. One of them you're making relinquish, and the other ones you can just let them keep it like that. I don't know why that particular detail really bothers me. That like well, one also, person Andy has to Hardwell relinquish is injured. 
Yeah. Oh, that, so that's maybe, why she relinquished, right? Maybe she would have relinquished anyway. It would have relinquished yeah. any interest. Yeah. See, okay, so she had like that, a she had like a walking boot on. Jesus. Yeah. And then Dexter Loomis came and carried her away. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the old yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are they going to stay on the same brand? I hope they're. What's that? <laughs> I hope they're keeping couples on the same brand, even though they're they're a work couple. <laughs> well, I think couple. they're going to keep them all together. They're all together on Raw, and I think they're going to make okay. them a group on Raw. They should. Might as well. The they might as well. The yeah, the way. The, the new way. Way the too Very good guys' ways. Ways. Yeah. Just call them the ways. The happy ways. Yeah. With a Z. With a Z. Good. Gargano Z. will come back now. Yay. Oh, well, he's injured. He's hurt. Oh, but man. he can at least talk. Yeah. Hey. That's true. Come out with yeah. a broken wing, you know? But I mean, <laughs> Indy's hurt too, so I mean, wait till they're, everybody's good to go. Yeah, that's also the, the injured faction. We're only yeah, injured faction. <laughs> Two talkers. And then who knows, maybe the NXT women's tag team titles will go back and forth between NXT and SmackDown. That'll be interesting. Yeah, they could float or they yeah, or they just go back and stay back. Who knows? Or they man. just really, they just strip them. They they could do that too. Yeah, you're done. They can strip them. Yeah. There's but a turn. Again, what do the women tag teams at NXT or on it's Smackdown so big bizarre team? because even the women's the, the, the main roster women tag titles were used to have been defended on NXT too. So it's like you have you have two sets of <laughs> women's like it's so weird how that works you know That's you know what they could do also is like when they have pay-per-views or whatever they called um premium live, live, premium live events they could have smackdown women challenging for the women's tag team titles against Liv and raquel and then at the smackdown women win and the belts go back to smackdown and they just go back and forth every time <laughs> i mean it's creative <laughs> it's wild <laughs> Well, but um, then also, I guess if you know, because they're both on Raw, I was going to say maybe they have you know the men's tag team on one and the women's tag team on the other, but they're both on yeah. Raw. They're both on Raw. That's but that's what I'm saying. They're both on Raw. Like I thought, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, they're just going to put the women's on SmackDown and keep, you know, so at least you'll get one tag team match <laughs> per per brand. Um, Too much. I am a little. Uh, I am shocked that Braun Breaker's not going up. The main roster, yeah, yeah, me too. I felt like he he turned heel, you know, perfect time for him to come up. You know, you could have kept him away from a title if you didn't want to put a title on him. You could just feed him to like a you know somebody. Drop the heat, or I mean, drop the title, but also maybe drop the heat from his dad. I also wonder. Oh yeah, right, his dad with the uh, uh, yeah before you kind of. Yeah, you gotta let that die down, probably. Pulling back into the, uh, I don't know. This is just me thinking. I mean, also, I will say it. I think his promos are still a little like don't wear a great look, very ferocious. I liked his 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 tape vignettes when he came first came. He's like, "You want a friend? Get a dog." Like he he's he's an animal, but like his live promo stuff does need a little bit of work. So he yeah, can work. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, those, like, I feel like he works better as like the big baby face. I don't like him as a heel. But I yeah. think it's a good shift for him for right now because, you know, yeah. Carmelo yeah, is like really super over. He's I a monster. 
Like, let him be a monster. But I like, liked how he held. We were talking about the oh, they're friends, and then no, like I like the hold <laughs> on that. And he he did the right. Like he turns red too perfectly. Like he's like beat red. He's like oh, like just ripping off his shirt like an animal. Like it again. He has the perfect look for every. It, it all looks right. That's the thing. Yeah. You know? Um, but this makes me think. Here's my theory. I have a theory that this is. Maybe he was pitched as coming in and taking that heavyweight, the new heavyweight title. Because he's not coming in, that makes me think the heavyweight title will be won by uh, a more senior superstar, like an Edge or someone. And that might, they're trying to go for giving somebody with, with legacy to that title. They want to they wanna fast track that title. So it's going to be like an Edge. I don't even think it's going to be like, like you know, I, I feel like you know it could be an LA Knight or someone or actually no, I think they're gonna go for like a legend like Edge or Orton or something like a Hall of Famer type. You know, yeah. I think the first person who's gonna win that belt is gonna be their way for Cody to finish the story. Yeah. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's terrible. It's gonna be Cody. Cody's gonna win it, and they're no. like, he finally finished the story. He didn't finish the story. That's and not I, the story. That's not the story at all. That's not, that's the, not story the story. No, now the story is just beat Roman. Um, you know. I do think there's enough. If, look, if they want to give Cody this just as like a consolation prize, but eventually down the road we get like to me, if he gets it, there's still people are going to say we want Roman eventually. So to me, if you give him this belt, it doesn't matter. But he needs that match with Roman down the road. So to me, if this if, is a way to keep him, you know, away yeah. from it, fine. But I think there's enough opponents out there to where he does not need anything right. What's I saw an interesting stat today. If they want Roman to surpass Hulk Hogan title reign, he has to hold it until September 14th of next year. So I mean, already this. Probably, I mean, he might as well. There's a new world championship. Well, you know, when he won, he won it around. He won it actually not on SummerSlam. He won it on Payback. So he won it like around that time frame too. You know, like in the early fall, late summer. So do you think? that he needs to hold it all the way till SummerSlam 20. Like, that's a long, long time, maybe. <laughs> well, do we wait the year for Cody Roman at Mania 40? Can we wait the year? Can we wait the year? Should we wait the year? Do Cody we want to wait? Again? What, is, what does Cody do for a year? And that's the other thing, too. Sam brings up a great point. What title. does he do for a year? And while so, do we want to see the exact same story play out of him winning the Rumble again? Like, no. You know like, what no. would be interesting is if Cody, if we saw the same story play out, Cody came out again, number 30, right? But then, like, just before he, he, he gets eliminated. And it's like, oh. And then he has to go another way. And then the winner of the Rumble goes on to face maybe Seth for the World Heavyweight Championship, right? Yeah, or whoever is facing him. He has to go yeah. another way to find to get a, find a match with the Romans. Well, you also have, I mean, what is the other big pay-per-view that happens in February? Elimination Chamber. You don't have to give him the Rumble win. Exactly, you know? he can win, right. Yeah. And, the, the and I don't think he win. needs the Rumble win. He, you win not it he, once. You do, you, I mean, how many people? But yeah, I want to see him come really close and then not get it. I like that though, as like yeah. a hey, you think it's gonna happen, and then ah, you know, or you like really want to beat him up, and then you really like want to give him hard times. He goes in at one, and then he loses at the like, give him that. Like, oh, oh what if it came down to Cody and Gunther again, and this time again, Gunther this wins. time Gunther wins, and, then and Gunther, Gunther goes Gunther. over. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That'd be a good story. I like that. I'll take and that. And then Gunther goes on to get the for the Raw title, and then Cody finds a way to get to Roman. To Roman, yeah, yeah. 
little stepping stones. Yeah, it could be cool. And if, Seth, if Seth is the Raw champion, I can see Gunther going for him. I see I see Seth being the Raw champion. Someone like Seth or Balor. I mean, I, I, I get the storied veteran, but like maybe oh, like dominant. the mid-tier of like generation-wise, like Balor. I would rather see Seth than like, I will say, if I have to choose like a more contemporary, I'd rather see Seth. Uh, I do not think Logan Paul needs this that title. No, that be. I, I think Logan Paul should be the first champion. Hell no! <laughs> it needs to be a workhorse. Like, it, it, yeah, it, to yeah, me, it does. I, I, I don't necessarily need. I don't think Edge needs anything. I think Edge is fine. But I can see the thinking behind. You really want to build this title up, Edge. But if I, if, if, if to me, my number two is Seth. Yeah, I, I see Seth carrying it. I can see Seth doing it. I can I, see Logan yeah. getting Money in the Bank and teasing a cash in. I think uh, I think Money in the Bank Money in the Bank works better with a heel. I'll say that right now. I do think Money in the Bank works great with a heel. I could see LA Knight. I think LA Knight right. could use the position of a Money in the Bank. Yep. But more realistically, I do see them trying to give Logan something, whether it's King of the Ring or Money in the Bank. I could see him having some sort of heel chip or whatever. Um, and they know. Do you know the heat that it's going to draw with with Logan getting money in the bank? So I the see publicity. the real turning for that. Yeah, uh, but and you don't publicity. have to have him cash in. He could fail. You know, um, and yeah. then and Logan Paul could like make it really fun because he could take the briefcase on appearances and on appearances. Oh, when oh, he's God. off TV for three months, he could have yeah. a briefcase with him. Fill it up with like, his energy drinks. Energy yeah, drinks. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Oh, it's the I wrong briefcase. They oh. could have fun with Logan and Paul. Money to make, and then he would eventually lose. I'm sure, but yeah, LA Knight doesn't. Maybe we cash in for his big rematch with Seth. That'd be fun. He does it with Seth, or I always want to see that they kind of did this with Miz a couple years ago. Where like, well, Miz won it from Otis. If you remember, it was the it was the headquarters Money in the Bank. If you guys remember, oh yeah, Otis won, then Miz won, and then Miz kept like trying to cash in, and it would like he'd actually like get a match, and then they would. Do some weird like, oh, that wasn't really the cash in or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I want to see a heel keep trying to cash in, and then oh, it wasn't really the cash in, but it goes all the way to next year's Money in the Bank. I want to see a year three hundred and sixty five year long attempt with Money in the Bank, and you keep losing it, and then it comes down to if you don't cash in before the end of the Money in the Bank next year pay per view, you lose it, and so like somehow they can, or maybe like it goes into overtime, and then you finally cashes in, and it's like. Okay, this is it. Whoever wins this match is like done. That's it. You lose it. Like that's how you carry out a Money in the Bank storyline, and it has it has to be a heel. Or it has to be a heel. Oh, yeah, or our truth. See Money in the Bank come down to the or our truth. Or our truth. He could hold the briefcase for a year. I didn't, yeah. I didn't forget he had it. Like oh my bad. Then, yeah. My bad. I, uh, I, yeah. I, was, I forgot I was Money in the Bank. Is I mean, he still hurt? He's still there. He but just doesn't he do, hurt. He got hurt. He got drafted. Oh, he did get oh, he did, for a minute. He wasn't even oh, he part was of the draft. draft. Yeah, yeah well, he was hurt. He's gonna show up in AEW. Watch Wrong Killings. <laughs> yeah, right. Wrong Killings. Take quick. Wrong the truth killings. Take quick and rowdy. Wrong the truth killings yeah. is is all elite. Uh, oh, you, and remember when Road Dog came out as his, like they were both like gangster. BG James or something. Yeah. The world. You didn't know. Road Dog is so soft. <laughs> like so soft. He was looking. He was. He was. He was a big boy during the draft. He, he, oh, he's, yeah. a, he's a big boy. Big boy. Still soft. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Them Armstrong family jeans, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. 
Who else was drafted? I don't know. Anybody important? Any, the biggest shame, no. uh, Bron got drafted as a team. I'm so like I don't know. I guess it's okay, but I mean, yeah, it's I that hate thing of man's tag teams. But it, I mean, I will say the kids really. I was there. I was yeah. the, the reaction they got at Mania. The, the kids really like it. And also, what are you going to do with Braun? <laughs> like, what do you do with? What them? are you going to do with Ricochet? Yeah, again, like Honestly. you know, they're kind of just there. They're getting super over. I think this also showcases because every week they're doing some tag match or whatever. Ricochet's getting all the high points. He's getting all the showcase spots. Yeah. Braun just really comes cool, in and does uh, his a really cool mm-hmm. spot where Ricochet stands on his shoulders. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. It's two guys who have been kind of left off cards and not given their due. Put them together. Like, they, this is the next bar. This is the next Seamus Cesaro. You know, like, give them something. You know? That's true. That's a good point. The next Kane and uh, RBD almost. Kane and RBD, Kane X-Pac, you know. Kane Daniel Bryan. Like Kane Daniel Bryan. Team hell no. <laughs> yeah. It's the big brute and, you know, the young. Peyton Royce and Lacey them. Evans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> She is the worst. Yeah. The worst. Lacey Evans. The worst. (laughs) That was a thing. She she's a military mom. (laughs) Yeah. Tribute to the troops. (laughs) Yeah. They used to uh, do them on bases. Those were cool. Preview backlash. Yeah, let's do a quick preview of uh oh Xavier, any other thoughts on AEW or anything? I feel like we kind of cut you off yeah i don't know i i feel like i, I just kind of went on a rant about how cool it was i don't know if you guys had any like questions or any if you wanted any insight but it, it was it was fucking cool so when i went to the only other i've only been to one AEW show that was the the night punk lost mjf clean uh in oh, chicago wow. Wintrust. uh they did about a 20 minute break in between the dynamite taping and the uh, uh rampage taping oh because also, if you recall in that match, Punk, like, so MJF wins through dirty tactics. Or He's also wearing Yankee tights. And yeah. the Chicago crowd was, they they kept chanting, like, I don't know how much of this made it into the to the TV recording of it. But, like, they're chanting, like, your pizza sucks, fuck you. Like, everything, like, everything was just chanted. It was, it was, it was wild. It was electric. That crowd was electric. Uh, uh, but Punk lays in the ring. Until after they changed the dressing for Rampage and everything. Really? He really sold for. for Miz did that recently. Miz did that recently. Yes. Yeah, he laid in the ring while they were like changing or something. Yeah. And you know where he got that idea from? CM Punk. (laughs) That's why they had to hash it out. That's that's why CM Punk went there. He's like, hey, did you take that idea? Uh, Do you need to suck suck a Saudi blood covered dick again? (laughs) Clobbering time or what? Or is it what? Yeah. Well, you you hear about Punk having like there are guys on the main roster that stooge me off, and I wonder like was he talking about Miz? Like because he had a couple guys that he he didn't care for Sheamus, he didn't care for Miz. Like there's a couple guys who were like, and he would never outright say them because he's like, well, they're still active. So I feel like Miz is one of them. Sheamus, obviously the Jericho heat that's been there for years. And I, I think oh, people. Yeah. It, it was. I know a lot of casual fans might be like, oh, but he called him a cancer. No, I Punk has hated Jericho, I think, since uh, when he left WWE the first time and a lot of wrestlers were uh, asking him how you're doing and then feeding info to Jericho's podcast. He still kind of resents Jericho a little bit for giving his business out when he didn't agree to a podcast. So there's definitely, like, old heat there, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 
uh, sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent about Miz and Punk. You know, again, that's my Chicago coming out. Just uh, we got to talk about Punk every every two seconds. I, I don't think the dirt sheets go a day without talking about Punk. Like we're, we're it, it's day. never it's never gonna end. You know, it's it's, like, it's CM Punk gonna... took his garbage out yesterday. <laughs> I feel like I well, saw what's it. in this garbage. Is there is there a ticket stub from Raw in that garbage? <laughs> <laughs> well, the who do you know what the big question is? Who let him in? Who let him in the Raw? Who opened the door? Who opened the Who opened well, the forbidden door? What are the stories that he just walked in with a few people in the parking lot? Right, like Tamina. Clearly, Tamina was there. Tamina right? was part of that. My thing is, I, I feel like it's super nineties. I feel like I had this thought process when we were talking. <laughs> an hour ago but i feel like it's super fucking 90s um i feel like it's totally a work but on the same token i agree with critique where punk loves the business right so i feel like it's like it's a double it's two birds you know one stone i feel like punk wants to go support these people he is friends with you know monet and and trinity and he wants to go see lars in california i get all that but I also think he's a businessman and he knows that just him showing up is going to generate the buzz. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like, again, agreeing with critique, Tony Khan has to be somewhere, you know, maybe not like, you know, not directly, but it's like, Hey man, like, yeah, you know, there's a blessing somewhere. Like I, yeah, I, there's, a, like I think there's an understanding there. Super tactical, super 90s. I, I just have this 90s vibe of punk just showing up and doing some shit that you're really not like supposed to be doing. We're mm-hmm. all talking about it. We're all talking. The world is talking. The world is talking. Not just not just WWE fans, not just AEW. Everybody's talking about the it. The world. It was and really now Impact fans are talking about impact. it too. When he should have an impact, I was like, dang, what the fuck, man? He's on tour. And, and, and we're talking. He's and not. Also, they're, going to, they're going to him in Chicago. <laughs> they're coming to him. That, that yeah. is that is true. They're coming to him. GCW has a show in Chicago soon. I hope, oh, if he uh, shows up, he he'll him. probably show up, up there. He'll show up he with muffins. And... He's, he's going to show up with Mindy's Bakery muffins that have the Rocky logo on them. And, then and he's Joey just Rocky Gino, on like, DVD. No, yeah. gotta, I watched it. Go. I watched go. it. Uh, uh, go. You can't be here. It is, and again, it's that thing of. Even if, like, Punk didn't ask Tony, like, at the same time, like, to- Punk has all the cards right now. Literally. Yeah, he, like, he He was the, I'm sorry, MJF, I'm the minute-to-minute draw. No, you were the minute-to-minute draw when you were with Punk. I'm sorry, MJF. Punk was the draw for fucking AEW. He helped them out that summer. He, I mean, he said it in the press conference, I'm, you're jeopardizing our first million-dollar house. Like, Record-breaking. Record-breaking. I, I do hope, you know... You know, I think Dax said it, Harwood said it best. Like, yeah, that, that Wembley show, if you could do something, the, the FTR. I I don't ever see an M, a Kenny Omega Punk singles match happening, and that, that might be a little high in the yeah, sky. Not anytime soon, though. Not anytime not, soon. Not anytime soon. I'm not, I don't want to say never say never, but right? I do think the three-way, the three-on-three is feels a little more protected. You You can do business safely that way, and not everybody has to, you know, face off or work everything out for that to work, but you know, it would be great for Wembley. I think, and, and let's be honest here. Yes, the, and I'm and I'm happy that the tickets are selling well. Today was the first day uh, they were out. You know, they're doing well, but no matches have been announced. And I do think that's the next hump. If you want to sell out a full arena with no 
you know, blocked off seats, no camouflage. You really want to do the all in. You need a big, like real grounded realism money match. And this is it. Yeah. I, I think FTR versus it, – it makes more – to me, it does make more sense for it to happen at All Out because of the press conference happening a year a year later to have the, the press conference melee. To me, it makes sense to happen at All Out, but from a money sense, it makes more sense at Wembley. Yeah, yeah. And it, Punk never worked Wembley. I don't believe he ever worked for any house shows for WWE or any anything ever. So to me and, – and Wembley's home to the big – Bret Hart Bulldog. He's a big Bret Hart fan. It it fulfills a history thing for him as well. He may Last not have player. gotten a main event of Mania, but he's gotten a main event Wembley Stadium. I do think there's he can he can you know he has. Not that I don't think he cares about Mania anymore. Like I think he's I think he's a little more zen about that stuff now. But does he deserve a main event of a pay per view? Absolutely, and he's yeah, especially a big show like that. I believe yeah, the only main event he's had. Uh, no, he did main event double or nothing. Okay, so two. He did two for AEW. He's only gone on last twice for for double. Well, whatever show did he um main event all out where he went off? Yes, so that that's the one. Yeah, so he did all out and he did uh, double or nothing for the title mm. with Adam Page. The dog collar match did not go on last, which it should have. Frankly, that yep. was yep. Um, and I think did Dar- did Darby and Punk need to go? I mean that would. I get why. I thought that was just because it was his first time back in the ring. They didn't want to put it, you know, you want to make sure. Yeah, just in case it flops. Yeah, well, yeah. I was just thinking, like, from a protection standpoint, it doesn't need to necessarily go last. Um, And it made sense for the two comebacks that came out. If you you had Cole and uh, Daniel Bryan coming out at the end of that, so that made sense. Um, Great pay-per-view. That 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 all out that year. I'm really yeah, bummed I didn't go that all out. The one, yeah. You had the uh, you had the cage match. Ooh, the cage match with Lucha and uh, with the with the spiky sneaker. That was a good, great, uh, great good card. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. We're lucky. Thanks, Tony. Thank we you. Tony. Cage match next week too. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kenny and, uh, Kenny and Mox. Kenny and Mox. Oh, in the cage next week. Yeah. yeah. And where is it in Michigan? Maryland. Yeah, Detroit. Maryland. It's Detroit. Oh, yeah. fuck. I thought it was in Baltimore. The, 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 no, Detroit in gets Baltimore, all the... They're in Baltimore tonight. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I'll have to DVR that. That'll be your damn. I wish I was uh, still in Chicago. I would have. That would have been good. That would have been cool. Yeah, Detroit seems to be getting all the good good structure matches because they had the first Blood or Guts, if I'm not mistaken. Too. Uh-huh. Are we on our way to Blood and Guts? With, with At some point, teams? they got it. Who's with the elite? Blood cool, elite and blood pool, man. Yeah, you're do right. They do, do they do? Do they do blood black pool? Do they do blood, blood and guts pool? pool? <laughs> blood pool. <laughs> oh, you know what they can do? They can do some kind of, uh, you know, those stadium. What do they call it? Scrimmage well, in the stadium. So that's what I was going to ask you guys. Do you think they should try to do another anarchy match or a stadium match, or should they try to do a blood and guts match at double or nothing? It should should blood and guts be pay per view, or should it be its own dynamite? What do you guys think? <sighs> Well, they should do like Anarchy in the Stadium for Wembley. Ah, I don't know about all that. Yeah, that would be the stadium to do it. <laughs> that would be it. People, but yeah, that would be why. I mean, they did it with a bunch of people in the other one. So yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. You could. You very well could. <laughs> to to bring it back to Justin Roberts, he, his his intro for Anarchy is still one of my favorite things ever. He literally he just he just looks at the crowd. and He goes. <sighs> Shit's about to hit the fan. It's Anarchy! <laughs> like, he's just so resigned the way he's... It's still one of my favorite 
And then what was the injury he did where he had like Barb Ryer around the mic? Oh, yeah, the Barb Ryer everywhere, Ryer everywhere, man. That was the bar. Okay, that was Jericho and Kingston, right? <laughs> oh God! Oh, for Shark Week, the Shark yeah. Tank. Oh my God, they've done. Yeah, they. I like. I will say a lot of people have problems with mergers and corporate tie-ins, but I think AEW's done a good job with like Shark Cage, Shark Week, or whatever, and the House of Dragon. Because again, that was a really good match. I, I I bring it back to you know what was the match purpose? You know that was you had Ricky the Dragon Steamboat there for the House of Dragon match. Yeah, like, it's great. Yeah. You know like, that they, shit they was do a good cool. job. Yeah. Well, speaking of the word house tonight on uh, Dynamite, the House of Black announced they're going to hold open house matches, which basically is like open challenges. Uh, But there's rules. Uh, There's a 22nd out of the ring rule. 22nd count. And there's also no rope breaks. I think that was, I think there was one more. I don't remember what it was though. But yeah, there was rules. I like that. Yeah. No, that's clever. That's great. And so they said, you know, they're going to take on all comers and stuff. And then the acclaimed with, with Billy Gunn won uh, the, the trios battle Royal. Oh, imagine if they win the trios titles. They won't. Maybe. Maybe down the road. There's I, no well, reason. Maybe now. down the road, yeah. Because I feel like House of Blacks gonna hold on to those belts for a while, yeah. as they should. But yeah, I like, I like seeing good. Billy Gunn the ring. Like he's he's doing some of his best work in a, in a while. You know. Yeah, it's great to see him. It's great to see him do his thing, and it's funny. The shtick works. The it stick does. works, and, and acclaimed are super over as, <laughs> as you know. I'm sure you could have. Were they were they at the uh, taping? Uh, I think they were that you went to. Yeah, they were. They were on rampage. Yeah, but I think they were just like any uh, any extra freestyling for the crowd. <laughs> any any non televised. Start all over again. Yeah, I think he dropped like a. Did they have to start all over again? He he dropped a Desantis. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, 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 because of Desan- yeah. yeah, Disney, Disney, Desantis. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you guys are well aware. So, yeah, yeah, he dropped that. It was pretty fire. Yeah, I mean, again, they know how to again regional. They they work those regional references very well. Oh yeah, yeah they, he does his homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I believe it's mostly Max who's and maybe Anthony helps out a little bit with the references. They both do research, but. Yeah, a lot of it. Max is doing the heavy lifting on that. My yeah. favorite is when he told Jeff Jarrett he was sending back to the impact zone. Yeah, <laughs> he's. And there was there was one that I almost fell out of my chair. It was something I think it was they were facing Swerve, our glory when and they called called Jay and Silent Bob. It was something about Swerve <laughs> and Keith Lee where they called him Black Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, it was um... something I don't know the exact rhyme. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna have to find it. Um, he roasted Samoa Joe, uh, but there's there's a YouTube, there's a couple. Yeah, and Samoa Joe just keeps going. Yup, yup. Like yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, no, no. Um, oh, so, speaking of Samoa Joe, he's a. If you, if if anyone's a video game fan of, they remember Twisted Metal. Samoa Joe plays Sweet Tooth in the new Twisted Metal show. Oh it's yeah, on that. Yeah, Metal. That's. Oh yeah, that was one of my. I remember when I got the PlayStation system. The first game I got was Twisted Metal too. It's, it's one of my favorites. Hell yeah, Twisted Metal was Classic. sick. The PS2 remake was cool too. Oh yeah, Twisted Metal. What was it? Black. Uh, yeah, Twisted Metal Black. I think. Pretty sure. Yeah, with with muscle, sweet tooth, <laughs> amazing. 
He's been taking the 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 Joe Rogan steroids or whatever. Jack, sweet um, tooth. Jacked. Um, do we want to run through backlash? Yeah, we got a pay per view coming up in Puerto Rico. Well, first a day second. after Cinco de Mayo <laughs> on Seis de Mayo. It is. Is it on? No, it's on Saturday. It's on. Yeah, it's on sixth. Because they they love those Saturday pay per views, guys. They do. I got a show that day too. I'm gonna be in Sacramento performing. Ooh, where are you gonna be performing? Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's at somebody's house. It's, it's a, <laughs> yeah, like a show, house show. So. You're doing a house show. I'm doing a house show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's called oh. AEW Rules or whatever they're called. <laughs> What's uh, Funky Sam, Sam Rules? Funky Rules. Funky Rules. Hell yeah. Uh, so we have some matches here for Backlash. Uh, we have I. This one will probably be match of the night. The, the six man tag: Matt Riddle and the Raw Tag Team Champions. Oh, one of my favorite moments on the draft: uh, Matt Riddle's in the back with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. He was like, "Hey, you know, bros, we all got after the Raw. Now we we can hang out all the time." And then he <laughs> he went out to his match, and then Kevin looks at Sami and says, "Did he say all the time?" <laughs> and then he goes, "Is it too late to get drafted to SmackDown?" <laughs> yeah, that, again, like Kevin's got that comedic timing. I I appreciate. Yeah, his delivery is great. Yeah, so they're taking on the three of them are taking on Solo and the Usos, which will be super fun. That'll be oh, yeah. fun. fun Pretty much their last. If they're on different brands, it'll be the last time they uh, face off. So the last, yeah, hopefully, bring it home, baby, with the rubber mat. Kind of the rubber match, apparently. Um, no, it should be a good time. Uh, and again, Solo has Solo faced off with Riddle in NXT. Do they have any single matches? Not in NXT, know? no. Yeah, but in other probably other companies. I think they just. I think they just had a match. Uh, oh no, they did have it a main roster. Oh, Sorry, they did. Really. Yeah, they did. They did a DQ. They did a no yeah. DQ match. Yes. Um, yeah, I could see. That's the one thing I could see them having a program, and maybe down the road they'll have another big program. But uh, no, I'm excited for uh, this. This will, this will be good because there's. Oh, by the way, fun fact: uh, Solo does have at least one GCW match that I haven't seen yet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, really? I mean, he has at that's least really one. Cool. Yeah. What did he go by in GCW? Uh, Sifa Fatsu, I think, or something like that. Oh, okay, because yeah, yeah, I think his real. So he went by kind of a hybrid of his real name then. Yeah, yeah I think I forget what, exactly what it was, but yeah. All those Anawais, they have they have really unique. Like their first names are like really long. Like I thought my first name was long. Like no, they'll be like Sinafulano, like Anawai. It's like Jesus, that's a long, long name. <laughs> and I'm not going to be the one to tell them. They will, they will spike me away. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Oh, we have another. We have a. We have another hometown uh, hero match. We have Rhea Ripley versus uh, Puerto Rico's own Selena Vega for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, because there's such a different size in that different, match. Yeah. But you know, she's uh, Selena's Puerto Rican, and it's her first time back in front of like. Is her first time wrestling in Puerto Rico? performing it'll be it's 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 kind of like Sami Zayn in montreal it's kind of a little bit of a homecoming match for yeah yeah so that'd be, be cool. for her, her family will be out i mean the way the announcers are building it like her family's gonna be there so maybe there'll be reaction shots of the family Ooh. um i don't know if anybody watched smackdown but there's a really cool clip of Rhea trying to take out selena and she does like this weird tornado flip ddt thing and like brings her down like really good counter you know i i, I don't think people should count out 
this match being a bang on the match. I mean, is the title going to change hands? Eh, probably not, but you know, I think Selena will do a good job and give her a good showcase. That's I think one thing she's been missing so far is a really good so showcase for her on her own. You know, we've kind of just seen her either with Andrade or with LWO Legato. So this will this will be a good showcase for her. And I, I wish her well in front of her family. I do too. It'll be fun. I mean, obviously she's not going to win, but no. it'll be fun. It'll be a good match. So yeah, I, I looked up uh, Solo. He did wrestle as SEFA CFA Fat Two. Sifa Fatu. Yeah, on the Indies. Yeah, he took up with the Jacob Fatu, it looks like, in some places. Did he still have, like, the blonde mullet? Or did I think so, I yeah. I think I, I want to see him, it. but I think he has. Because <laughs> he's the younger brother. He, of the, so the Usos, like, have, like, seven siblings or whatever, and I guess Solo's, like, the youngest of that seven siblings. It's, it's wild. I don't know how many there is. I do know there's one brother who's not a wrestler. Yeah, they're, they're, no, least, there's a few more siblings there. They definitely yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, what else? We have uh, the, the the Raw tag team titles. Or not, not no, the Raw women's title. Bianca Belair and Io Sky. That'll be a good match. Yeah. I think that match. is a potential, maybe not show stealer, but it's going to be, I, I encourage everybody, don't don't skip that. I think that's going to be wild. And there are two yeah. SmackDown women. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing about the draft is Bianca Belair and Damage Control. Went to SmackDown. So, you know, they're just going to feud longer. It's interesting. And she's the Raw champion. Part of me thinks, since they are still on the same brand, correct? Maybe some yeah. shenanigans happens and she loses the title, maybe? Ooh. I mean, damage. Do, 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 it won't be a dirty, it won't be a clean pin, that's for sure. But maybe this is a you realize at some point damage control is going to break. Maybe this leads to damage control breaking up over the title. Maybe. Hmm. You know, yeah, EO maybe EO goes baby face. Big for bridges. And I can easily see EO on her own. Yeah. yeah. EO goes oh, baby yeah. or something at some point. Yeah, this could be a way to to break off, you know. Um, and if Bianca's mad at Bailey, you know, because we have, yeah, we can get a good, you can get a good Bianca Bailey singles program out of it without a belt, you know. Oh, yeah. It does make me piss. If Bianca loses the belt now, then part of me is like, fuck, why didn't you give it to Asuka and give her a WrestleMania win for once? You know, that little bit, that pisses me off a little bit, you know. But uh, if it leads to a bit of a surprise, a bit of a change-up, I'm, I'm, I'm not against that, you know. Especially when you have two titles that are getting switched over, somebody losing a title adds to the the twist and, you know, this title exchange thing that's going on, you know. So it might be cool to do it. You know, there's a way to protect. And obviously Bianca's over right now. It's huge. You know, she's, oh, yeah. dude, she's got John Cena level, like fan overage, like right now. The kids love her. Adults love her. Creepy men are into her. Like it's the whole, mm-hmm. she got the whole, the whole fan base, the whole universe, the whole universe, pal. Yeah. whole universe, damn it. We're, put, we're putting smiles on people's faces. Uh, and you're making a bunch of men horny. That's also what you're doing. I think she'll keep it for a while. I think yeah, I think it'd be great if she keeps it, but I could also see us them throwing I could see them throwing a wrench at us. Yeah. You know. Anything can happen, pal. Anything can happen. We got to yes. uh, We talked about the the US trial triple threat. The US trial triple threat. Any thoughts? Green, I, I think Austin three. retaining. And it, it, I don't think anything is changing. What do you guys think? Yeah. I agree. Completely agree. Hopefully, Bronson gets a little bit a of a good showcase. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A little showcase here. Show the skills and. 
yeah, it'll be decent. I'm I'm interested in the match, so I'll be watching. Yeah. Um Seth Rollins and Omos. Uh, a match that was not no build, just thrown together, pal. I'll probably be making nachos or something. <laughs> you know, During that. I'm uh I'm good on all that. Part of me is like you could have you have this tournament coming up for oh Another fact about this heavyweight championship tournament that's coming up. Apparently, SmackDown stars are potentially eligible for this tournament as well. Really? So oh, you could have somebody who's freshly drafted to freshly drafted. Now, this is what they said on commentary during night one draft. Now, was it a misspell? Miss uh, miss uh, spoke? Uh, did 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 Michael Cole put his foot in his mouth and he's going to get reamed out by Vince later? I don't know. But according to commentary on SmackDown night one. I went back and DVR'd it. SmackDown stars are eligible for this title change or this this heavyweight title. So it's like you get drafted to SmackDown, then you win this title, and then you come right back over to Raw. Like what's the like? Yeah, they're just <laughs> hey, I was gone for a week. Hi. <laughs> um. So to me, this Omos Rollins thing, I don't think it's gonna. I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna probably have some weird match. Maybe there's a proper finish. I think it's going to carry over in this tournament. I think they're going to. It's going to be a longer feud. I don't see this feud ending between them because it got thrown together. Now they're going to stretch it out and make it a program. Um, yeah, I can see that totally. I could easily see. I could easily see maybe Rollins gets close to the title tournament and then Oz takes him out. Of something, you know? I can see something like that happening, and then Rollins has a feud going into the next few papers. Like, hey, you took me out of this. Now I'm going to take you out. <laughs> you know, like so. Whatever happens Saturday, I don't think this is the end of their feud. You know. Boom. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, Cody versus Brock. Should be, uh, should be okay. It'll be good. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be it'll, fun. Cody has to win, though, right? Yeah. See, that's that's the thing where it's like, yeah, Brock doesn't need the win. Cody needs the win, though. If he loses this, like, ugh. But at the same time, you know, if you're leading to Brock Gunther at SummerSlam, Brock needs a win, you know. Um, So I don't know. But it's Brock also. Does he really need a win, you know? Yeah. It could also be, do do you carry this over? Do you keep this feud going? Maybe. And is Gunther, do you, do you, do you think there's more money? Let's let me ask you guys this. Do you think there's more money? In Brock Cody, or keep this feud short and save Brock up for Gunther at SummerSlam, or should this be a longer program, Cody and Brock? Business business wise, it should go longer. I feel like they won't give us Gunther Lesnar anytime soon, in my opinion. But I think realistically, you're right. I guess secretly, I hope I hope that they do. <laughs> yeah, the mark in me is like, oh, like give me Gunther and Lesnar. But yeah. because of that, I feel like WWE is notorious. Obviously, Vince. <laughs> like, no, oh, you want this? Oh, yeah, you want this? Yeah, you know, <laughs> we're gonna give it to you when you're like almost out. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it to you three years later, or three until years later. the person leaves. Like, look at Keith Lee, Roman Reigns. They had yeah. the stare down, gone. Like nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So hey, they can still do it, man. They can still do it. I guess someday, one day. I just before before Brock retires, which let's be honest, here, I don't think he has a ton of years left. I I feel like he's just kind of. Do you guys realize Brock's been back since 2012? That's crazy. Yeah, he came back in 2012. 
That's great. And he never left. He never left. I mean, he he's taking breaks and stuff. He's taking but... breaks. Um, yeah, he's never left. He, you got. I don't know if you guys listened to the. He did some interview recently. I think it was the DC Daniel Cormier interview because of the whole MMA merger. But he basically said he was going to retire. His last match was going to be against Drew at Mania Thirty, the, the warehouse. Oh Mania. yeah, yeah, and they called him back, right? And he openly said, "My first match was in an empty arena. I'm fine. I don't care. Like, I don't need." To, which I kind of respect. How he's like, "I don't care. I, I made money, right? I don't care." Yeah, I I don't give a fuck. I don't need some. Uh, I, he, he's the anti Goldberg. You owe me a retirement match. Brock's like, I don't care. I made a ton of money, and I live in. A, yeah. I live on a farm, and I have a steak blend. Like, I don't care what you do. Just, I'm married. Just to people. I don't need you. And married to say, oh yeah, like, <laughs> I'm married. The list goes on. I mean, I'm glad. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad he came back because I think this cowboy stuff has been great. I'm glad the the MMA fans got that. Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, taste out of their mouth. Did it end properly? No, um, but it was what it was. Uh, I'm still a fan of it, it, it's forever going to be there. And yes, I was. A, I'm marking out because I was there. But lifting a tractor, <laughs> lifting the ring with the tractor, <laughs> it will go down as one of my favorite moments ever. It was oh, yeah. funny. It was funny. Oh, yeah. It was cool. And the it, Lesnar tractor. The it, it had the little like Lesnar bull logo on it too. It's it's like. A, a lot, a lot of production went into that. <laughs> yeah, that that'll that'll stick around for a long while. That that's I'm giving to... you a country ass whooping, boy. That's like beer bath. No yes, bath. it's up yeah. there. It's like, up, that's there. up there. That's that's some Zamboni level like <laughs> just you know stupidity, but funny. Stupidity, box office, and funny. And and what might be the main event? A San Juan street fight. <laughs> yes, our, I didn't our main know. Event. We got I Puerto Rican versus Puerto Rican. Right, that's the other thing too. Damien versus Benito. Benito, aka Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, and not Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, music artist in the world, or whatever the fuck he is. I'm shocked they went with the singles. I I swear it was going to be like Ray Bad Bunny, maybe LW over. I thought it was going to be a faction. Same, I did same. too. I, I did too. But they they have the six man. They can't, you know. Yeah, they already have a six But uh, Damian Priest, he didn't train Bad Bunny, but I know they spent a lot of time together at the PC. So I feel like if anybody should be in a singles match with him, it should be Priest. Yeah, and anyone deserves it. And and Priest is good. People forget his technical ability. I I could see him protecting him. Um, and you know Ray and all are gonna. It just bums me out that Ray doesn't have a match in Puerto Rico. Yeah, he's gonna appear. I'm sure he is, but. You know, I think he does. Maybe. Well, now here's our thing. Maybe we don't know this, and maybe Ray's Ray's injured. Mm. But he did. Didn't he just work? Like, yeah, he's he, been having matches. He just worked. But, so I don't know if he's. Yeah, he's it's it's matches. just bizarre that they're going to like you know Puerto Rico. I know he's not. He, I know he's not a Puerto Rican, but like you would think a, a legacy talent like him would be working that card in some capacity. But of you course. know, I know he's yeah. going to get involved. In a of course, role, yeah. yeah. A featured role. Shen- I know this isn't going to be a full-on full singles. There's going to be shenanigans all day. Every day. Oh, dude, it's a street fight. Yeah, everybody's yeah. going to get involved. It's going to be yeah, it's going to be a, a big debacle. But I think it's going. I honestly didn't know it was a street fight till I just read it. So now I'm like twice as stoked. Yeah, <laughs> was, I mean, really... originally Bad Bunny was just hosting it. Yeah, he's like, I'm not hosting anymore. It's me and you. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, Damian Priest. I'm not hosting. 
<laughs> I'm no host. Hey, I'm but Rancho. you know what? Uh, Damian Priest, I really like. I really liked uh, Damian Priest promo on Monday. He yes, in Spanish. Yes, his voice. no, he's 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 playing to his to his voice. Yeah, uh, I love I love the fact that the the crowd does not let Dominic talk. Beautiful. Yeah. I love that. It is beautiful. It he's is coming beautiful. into his own. I really oh, ever man. since that prison. And and some of those the prison dom stuff and then the holiday like he's in he's interrupting Thanksgiving he's interrupting Christmas he's interrupting you know every holiday like it's getting he, arrested he, he yeah, look he comes from a wrestling family he's got legacy there he knows how to he knows how to keep kayfabe he knows how to work the crowd you know uh, I think Conan said they don't even ride together like just I'm, I believe it they probably don't even hang out any publicly they don't hang out because they want to really keep this you know storyline going I like it yeah um yeah. You know, I, I think this will be this will be a good showcase for everybody. You, everybody's gonna get involved. It's gonna be like you said, car wreck chaos. Um, and again, two Puerto Rican you know stars facing off. It's it's gonna be a good time. There's gonna be do do chanclas become part of the <laughs> part of the weapons? That that's what I'm curious. Of. Ray Mysterio be... talked about chanclas on the uh, on Monday. On Monday, yeah, <laughs> they're real. The chanclas are real. <laughs> I like that both of us did bad bunny impressions and they're not racist. They're just, we're just, yeah, they're just I'm bad. Hispanic. They're not racist. Bad. They're just bad. bad. <laughs> they sound racist, but they're not. <laughs> I know, I'm not hosting anymore. That's still yeah. But yeah, that's, that's the that's new fun. Austin 316. I'm not hosting anymore. I'm not hosting anymore. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a, I can't get up right now. That's funny though, because Austin was. And he had a kendo stick in hand too. The way he had the microphone, he's like, I'm not. Like, he's using it like a baton, kind of. <laughs> I am. I not. don't host anymore. <laughs> I wish people could see us. Yes. Oh my God. No, they can't see shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy because, like, he's such a big star, like, in music. Yeah. And so for him to come in at this high level in this match in Puerto Rico, I think it's really. I think he he loves it. I'm sure he's so happy right now about he's it. He's, he's passionate. He's he's into it. He bring he brings new eyes into it. And also, again, it's this thing of it's they're in Puerto Rico, so they're getting a chance to go. I think it's really cool. And again, I don't think this is a Vince move. This is all Triple H. This is all right. Paul Levesque creating these global moments. Money in the Bank is in O2 London. Everybody's traveling, and I think. I think it adds a level of excitement. Uh, Elimination Chamber was in Montreal. You get these explosive crowds and it makes these pay per views feel more special. I, I think this is all good stuff for them. I'm, I'm happy. Do we this. get uh Do we get the Cologne family? Probably not. That would be uh, interesting. Right. Uh, I would love to see it show. though. That'd be a cool if they do the run in, like L- LWO runs in, and then the Cologne, the Cologne show, the Carlito. <laughs> Carlino, we thought was going to come because he did the Rumble, and usually when somebody appears in the Rumble, like oh, he did the Rumble, and then he did Raw the next day. He Raw yeah, the next day, but then, but then nothing. Yeah. There's nothing after that. Yeah, it's but yeah, maybe much. somebody could show up. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. You know, Puerto Rico's a huge wrestling history, a very historical town for wrestling. So I'm excited. Maybe at least at Carlos Colon in the front row, right? In the front row, yeah. This is Hall of Famer. Dave. Yes, he is. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure those crowds are insane. I've, I've played in Puerto Rico a few times. Oh, for real? That's crazy. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and um, it's they just throw batteries at you, or yeah. no, no batteries. <laughs> luckily, that's good. You did stay charged yeah. up. Though. Some cups of piss. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no cups of pee. It was good, uh, good, good times every time. <laughs> was this with your current band or a different band? Uh, it was with my uh, other band. Puerto Rico, that's crazy. Yeah, very blessed. Hell good yeah. Part. Yeah, so it'll be a good pay-per-view. I'm stoked. I'll be watching, eating nachos, drinking beer. What do you guys should think should be the main event? The street fight, right? Yeah, it has to be, yeah, it has to be Damien. I think money. it should, but knowing them, they'll probably have Lesnar and Cody uh, close it out. I think is- Lesnar and Cody's a more prestigious match. Right, it's more of like a, quote, a I could see them opening. Maybe they open, maybe they kick it off. Yeah, maybe Lesnar will be like, I had to open again, damn it. No, <laughs> he he, he, he likes to open. Yeah, he so they can leave Davey early. Face. He can yeah. get on his jet and go back. Yeah, yeah but that's why he's mad at Cody. <laughs> Damn it, I'm tired of leaving of leaving early. <laughs> I'm tired of leaving early. All right. I we need a we need a uh We need to wrap this up. This is on somewhere, that note. Going somewhere and... This is the length of a premium live event. <laughs> yeah, PLE, yeah, Welcome. Nine ninety nine. Patreon industry. Don't go to that link, it doesn't exist. <laughs> a gimmick street uh, uh street fight <laughs> gimmick street, gimmick street oh. fight oh that gimmick be street cool. street fight and you know i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i'm not the host of gimmick street anymore. <laughs> i know fight. host i know host gimmick I, know. <laughs> I need to go back and re- that's i don't know why that just and it was in chicago too that was at allstate where he shows up they play, and by the way, you know what entrance music he's using? He's using the, the song called Booker T. He has a, he has a bad bunny in the song. Yeah. It's named after song. Booker T, and that's his entrance. So again, oh, wow. this is a guy who for fun is rapping about Booker T, and then he's <laughs> using that as his entrance too. So, you know. It's a hard song. It's on my gym playlist for it's, sure. It's in I, could not, I don't know any bad bunny music at all. Listen to that song, Sam. It's There's so a couple hard. songs on my Spotify playlist that I, it, it pop up for him. Because again, he's the number one artist. Number one artist in Spotify, now. Hey, now we're trying to we're trying to merge entertainment with the wrestling. <laughs> I want to see it's, Bad Buddy against Logan Paul. Oh boy! Oh, might a, need some smoke and mirrors for that. In a kiddie pool match, what did they used to do? Or like a mud match or something? Oh, hog pen match. Yeah, hog pen, right. Can they do that? If they're if Logan Paul's willing to get in a hog pen match, I will give him all the credit. In the world. Yeah. yeah, I'll pay for the pay per view, even though. Yes. No, a dog kennel from hell match. Oh, dog Ooh. kennel from that was a while ago too. Or, or hog wild. That's the Sturge's motorcycle. Hey, can can some can NXT or someone bring back sold out? I, I just want to see someone do sold out again from Halloween. Like the old, the old sold the those old, old sets, those old yeah. yes. I don't oh, care how of LWO. Uh, apparently they're like one of the top sellers, uh, t-shirt wise. Yes, it's Good doing really well. I I almost got it. I, I might try to go. Yeah, I thought about it too. I thought about it too. All right, you guys, let's plug our social media. And get out of here, Pratik. Where can people find you? Yeah, uh, at Pratik Comedy uh, on Instagram, on uh, TikTok, on Facebook. I am not using Twitter anymore. Uh, I might use one of the other dumb programs that they have out there. Uh, yeah, get on Mastodon and go follow me. If you if, if you think Mastodon legit, send me the link. I will. No, I, I will hate do it. I hate it. <laughs> you it's, hate too it? Far, <laughs> it's too far the other direction. Yeah, I like the band Mastodon, but I, yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, find me on my website, uh, PratikComedy.com, that has the link to this podcast on there. All my videos are on there. I have a bunch of tour dates coming. I'm traveling too much. I'm exhausted. I flew today also. I'm, so, yeah, if you want to see me coming to a town near you, uh, message me. Let me know. 
I am potentially going to SummerSlam as well, so there will probably be a show or two that I do in the greater Detroit area oh, in yeah, August. Cool. Uh, so we'll see. We'll, we'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, but yeah, support this podcast. Uh, support everyone and enjoy the squared circle, everybody. Yeah. Sorry, I had to burp. You can <laughs> it's <me>. okay. <laughs> the mute button is the best. You can find Call me. you Burp Bunny now. <laughs> burp Bunny. Burp Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be no on Instagram. Host, <laughs> no, I no longer burp. <laughs> I, don't, I no longer Instagram. But if you want to find me on Instagram, it's Lord Xavier and smash that link tree. <laughs> I, I'm just so shot. <laughs> it's been a long day. Find me on Twitter at Xavier Venom and the link tree is there too. Buy some tickets to Florida Rules in Tampa June 24th. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, more dates to be announced. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You can find me on all the things at Funky Sam Medina. Come out, see some comedy shows. I'm going to try to go to more live wrestling shows, so definitely come out to those. Hell yeah. I'm pretty excited Hell yeah. That. Support indie wrestling. Go to the shows. Hell yeah. Go, go to all there's the shows. Some, there's some shows coming I'm pretty excited about going to in May and June, so that's fun. It's always better live, whether it's music, comedy, wrestling. It's always better in person. It's always Hell better. Yeah. Buy merch and tailgate if you Buy want. Buy the shirt. Buy the <laughs> shirt. Support the artist. Support the wrestler. Support the performer. And bring him, bring him weed. <laughs> or fireball, if that's. Or fireball. Whatever.